Check dig, man. I was just sitting back reminiscing, man, you know what I'm saying, the vibe and on how things used to be, you dig? Like when we was young, since you know what I'm saying, that old West End used to rock. St. Angie's Show, you know? Which you didn't used to see the tennis every day. Back in the day when I was a child, doing bad, mama used to take us to eat at Hot and Nile. Very convenient, the food was good and plus it was cheap. Creeping off the block to go swimming at Willie's every week. Dirt courts and just about every backyard hooping on crates. Sneaking jars out the house trying to catch lightning bugs and snakes. The good old days when penny candy really used to cost a penny. Ice cream truck had ice cream on it. You could buy but ten pennies. Pipping your bike out with chrome caps, reflectors and mirrors. The hood used to be a village back when the neighbors cared. It was less snitching. More females carried themselves like women. I wish I could go back and visit. Cause I miss the old Toledo. Reminiscing about the old days, and now I don't go far back as the old J's. Lane, look, I'm talking late 80s, early 90s. On Auburn, up at Peach Rose is where you can find me. I was dreaming crossroads for the love of the dough. 16 double O until the world blow. When Indo and Joint Mod had a lock on the south, and Orton Coleman had you scared to come out of your house. Around the time when Magic Wand found out he was Plera. Yeah, that was the era. Philly and Philly and all was rapping for out here. That Scott and Libby gang could damn near get a nigga killed. When Northtown was bumping, South Vic was slumping. Follow the light, lightning rod had every club jumping. I give her all my legs, two shoulders and a tooth. Cause he's Toledo, how it was in my youth. Man, I miss the old Toledo. It's Friday morning. Hey. How's everybody doing? Thank it's, God. It's Friday, TGIF. It is a beautiful, beautiful August 27 in the background. You've got Toledo's on podcast, CJ Max and Lane Ridley. It's August 28. It's 28? <laughs> and you know the producer of this song is our own executive director, Mr. and owner, Jesse Coleman. Hey, y'all, y'all can, can see, see that. that. that, was like that. The like viewers that's that. saying that. beats too. He do beats. He and that's everything. right. Y'all everything. with the y'all listening to our co-host, the best cast in the world, the number one urban 
Radio Podcast Live with Leah Renee. Hey, hey, what's up, world? And the guru, the secret, the secret weapon in go. the sauce. <laughs> Trey Sal. Hey. Good morning, sir. Good morning, lovely Leah. How you doing? What's up, uh, everybody? JC, what's I'm going on, man? What up, y'all? How you guys doing? We having a good show today, ain't we? Man, this thing man, is about to be. We're going to have a great show. It's, it's all energy right now. week. The whole week was crazy. <laughs> yeah. And the whole man. week has been crazy. And so those that's listening live, we want to say good morning, good Friday morning. Uh, this thing is like firecracker fri- Friday right now. It's on and popping. So everybody that's on the that's listening, that's looking on the Facebook Live, follow us on all of us, subscribe on YouTube, like us on Facebook, because right now, my uh, co-host, Drake, he speaks highly of black thoughts. I couldn't be black thoughts, so I was fat thoughts today, if you see, looking live, <laughs> looking in live. That boy looked real good. Tell David Hollister. I was going to say, I ain't want to get on You brought the pink. I hey, came man. in the door like, what is going hey, on? I couldn't. You, you, you looking real fresh, boy, real clean. Super, super <laughs> duper fresh. Hey, I couldn't. Like, yeah, yeah. I couldn't uh, fresh. I couldn't be David Hollister, so I'm David Holler at you. Uh, <laughs> So, well, you, you look good, my brother. Oh, when you, you say that's big Negro season, <laughs> <laughs> but good. so I'm feeling good. I'm grateful, man. We got we just thankful that people are listening and taking their Friday morning with us, Dre. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about they with us. It's just grateful, Leah. Yeah, because they could be tuned into any show. Anything. They could be listening to anything, anything, watching anything, doing anything. But you guys are here with us, and we truly appreciate you. With the number one. They was giving up love off the air, though. From the time we got off yesterday, I've been having people, what you ain't say? You doing this? Why you ain't doing that? Call me and tell me that. I don't do it like that. You don't, don't do, do it, it like, like that. that. I don't do and it that's like where that. we at, and we yeah. got our... We have, again, our executive producer. We have our interns in here. So same vibe in the, in the studio. Yeah. Or if you yeah. in your car, you listen. If you working out this morning, we got young people in the studio, in the 419 group, Grind Studio, listening. They're learning. They're looking at me. I don't know what else to say because he's in my mouth. Good morning, Trey. Good morning, Marquia. And they in here getting this with us. Uh, and you know what? Got to give us. You know what we, we miss. We miss the... We called it the square, but it's for a good reason. Got to give a big shout out to Victor Coleman, Leah. Yes, yes. Shout out to Vic. Jay, we forgot about. I know, I know. We never do that. That's crazy. And we got to make sure. I don't think we don't never do it. We've done it. No, I don't think we've done it enough. There you go. Definitely. We've not done it enough. We've not done it enough. And that's the financial. That's our financial. Shout out to Vic. Shout out to Vic. He's he's behind the scenes. He don't say much. He you know he don't pop. In front of the camera, he don't, you know, he he's very behind the scenes. But doctor, doctor, let's, make, let's put some respect on let's that, on, right. on that Negro. Right. Yeah, you know, but he does a whole whole lot, and um, you know, he holds it together for us. Absolutely, so shout out to Vic. Leah, you look so nice today. I Thank mean, you, you. sparkling, you yeah, bubbly, yeah, shimmery if, today. Oh, well, thank you. It's shimmery, all right. You know, I got I got my lashes done yesterday. Oh, that's what it is. That's and I got my eyebrows waxed. Oh, oh, oh. over there it is. Fine tune. Hey, what Fine we got tune. going on today on the, on today's show? Man, we got a great show lined up. Great a show. lot of great trending topics. I'm telling you, this is truly that show. Expect the unexpected, Leah. Yeah. I'm telling you, they don't want to. They want to make sure they tuned in the whole time today. Hey, trees. Um, I, you haven't read the whole book yet, and you wasn't here yesterday when I interviewed Dre on my show. Did you know in his book he has expect the unexpected? Absolutely. I t- <laughs> I'm still in the bathroom because yeah, it's a bathroom read <laughs> on the other side. It's that great of a book. And make sh- big shout out to Andre McCullough. Yes. Get the book. Yes. Uh, I if can't you- wait to get my copy. 
And if you missed it, just go back on YouTube and look back at it. But Leah, you are absolutely right. That's why, Dre, this show is going to be off the chain because it's unexpected. It's raw. They're going to get it from the bottom to the... Hey, we started from the bottom. Now we here. Exactly. Speaking of that, too, you mentioned Dre. Don't forget, too, tonight, too, he'll be signing hey. books and doing all that. Yeah. Where, where at, though, Dre? We're at the agenda, right? That's at, from doing. 8 to 9. Yeah. yeah, so make sure you get in there and holler. That's why I'm already that. ready. He's like, signing books. No, as I said, that, I didn't get the party part. We know yeah. that, right? Nah, Dre, when he's signing books, so come bless that. You know Absolutely. You I mean? don't hear a lot of brothers, in the, you know what I'm saying, from the street writing books about how not to be in it At, and be a network of yeah. seven figures just exactly. like that's why i'm kind of dressed like this right now drake you start this your pre it's yeah the pre-game it's when the you because you're gonna kill him later no no you go, i know you i'm like him. jesse when he go to work at g I'm going to go to work just with my clothes on. I dress at work. Wait a minute. That ain't how I dress at G. <laughs> no, you ain't. But it ain't, when you go in some of these manufacturers now, they, they already dress for the night before. That, that's, that, that's, that's second shift. <laughs> when second shift go to work, they they working like they uh, going to a party. That's, to a I'm here. That's me right now. Yeah, that's you right, right now. Shoot, yeah. As soon as 11 come. First shift, we work. As soon as come, yeah. We work. Oh, first shift, we they grind. do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We work. So, uh, you know, as you said, we got a great show. We got people listening in. We got people weighing in. Uh, the, the the social media platform is just well, hanging so right Republican now. The Republican National Convention, though, is is the uh, is that direction. Straight in into the trending topics. Yeah. Trending topics in Toledo <laughs> on the Rising Leah, Morning Show. Leah was just talking about that. Dre, you said uh, yes. something that yeah. started. The Republic yeah. National Convention has been going on, what, all week? And, and last night, eventful. Very eventful. <laughs> Leah, Leah, talk about that a little bit. What did, you had some topics that you wanted to. Well, um, Donald Trump <laughs> has broken all protocols, which is as no surprise. I mean, he's been breaking protocols since he's before he came into office. I don't even know how he got into office, but well, that's, that's neither here nor there. But he broke all protocols. Um, you know, he is a candidate for the White House for this. Um, presidential election and he is not supposed to be using the white house as a platform for his speeches and you know things for the election and he had the um you know had something on the lawn at the white house and no president in history has ever done that that's just pure disrespect i mean like that's just a he has no regard for you know any type of like custom or you know he talks about um you know like What's a, a, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, um, you know, somebody help me. Tradition? Yes, thank you. Tradition. You know, they talk about tradition and being an American and patriotic and this and that. And, like, he doesn't follow no tradition. He doesn't follow traditions. I think where they were going, though, with I guess in, in the devil's advocate there, they, they very, in terms of the COVID situation and the way everything is a, is a, is a new way of operating, Leah, so that, I guess they... They took a, um, what can I say, a, a sort of a, a backhanded route toward breaking of what was a protocol. And there was a reason for that because it is it's a very influential image to see the incumbent standing there. If you're talking about being able to compete with him, he's already in the office. That's probably the ideology behind that. But in this situation, they're probably saying, well, we're in the COVID. So let's put the president here, which. For the reason they don't want you to do it, probably shouldn't have been done. He could have done it some elsewhere. He could have done it somewhere else that just didn't suggest the power. That was right. just a power play on a subconscious level. Um, and that's probably what you're getting and what you're hearing in terms of pushback with that. But that is 
by and large, why that hadn't been done prior to now, yeah. because that's not a way to approach. You know, as the incumbent, you already have the advantage, exactly. right? The the expectation is for you to uh, receive a second term. All right. Well, this is the first uh, very, very controversial, uh, <laughs> beyond controversial uh, consideration of the nation on on putting a man back in place that so many people are divided and um, disoriented. So right. about so, behaviors and then on and top access, of that, you know, uh, there was a no mask requirement. Um, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. There was a no mask requirement for the event. Social distancing wasn't practiced, and there was even, um, from what I heard, some some somebody an, an ongoer, somebody that was there was like that they would they would die just to be in his presence. They don't care if they were sick, if they like. That's how serious his fo- you know his followers and, his, and and the people that are supporting him are. And so we are in the middle of a pandemic. People are literally dying from this disease and they didn't even um, have a mask requirement and they were not practicing social distancing. And so it's just crazy. And that's what we mean. Where COVID-19, Leah and Dre, people can get that off because that's what they're going to go behind. Like you said, it's he didn't move into another city. He didn't move into anywhere. He got that off. It's COVID. And he brought, he can say, and he, the reason we didn't move it to where it was going initially be in North Carolina and things of that nature. So, so that's a, yeah, that's a, cur- a curtain. They can get that off. That's to get that if off. We're going to break that rule. This is we why can. we, man. And that's why it is such a, a, a opportunity. If those that pay attention can get involved because now you get those off. Cause his son on Monday night, cause it's been four days, but his son, Donald Trump jr. Uh, actually said something he was saying so fast saying so fast that uh, everybody was just kind of blinded by some of the other things that he said but what he did say Donald Trump Jr that the police need to be held accountable for what they do and it was yeah. crazy that he said that now I, again that's that whole political piece or whatnot and he but for him to say that and they just kind of sugarcoated it behind and I tell you what was also interesting last night. On Facebook, you could not hear the uh, convention. It was muted. Mm. And all you heard was his followers, Jesse, everybody saying, go Trump, go Trump. But you could not hear it. And it it lasted, if not the entire time, a a large bit of the time it was on Facebook. They muted. Did they have a reason for that? They didn't. They didn't put it in there. And and then they roll in the video clips of all this stuff and nobody could hear. But you just saw the support. And so me being just kind of one of the the millions that weighed in, hey, Trump can't hear you (laughs) saying go Trump. Right. And it was just one of those things. And I'm sure even now, I'm sure people are on social media and I'm sure people are on our on our site, 419 podcast, speaking to that because it's just that serious Leah, that, you know, he got a following that people really ain't, you know, they, he has his following. Yeah. That's why it is so important. Uh, well, it's just, it's, it speaks to, again, where, where the nation actually, when Leah says, well, I don't know how he got in the office and this and that. Well, Leah, the thing is, is because what's, what's unfortunate and I don't think gets said and stressed enough and what people don't really, really want to accept. And and this is not a color thing either. Mm -hmm. The nation is the president. He embodies 
exactly what the nation is. Now, I'm not saying you individual. Maybe you don't stand for certain things and maybe you don't appreciate certain things that have taken place or that are taking place or and certainly not some things that are going to take place if some changes don't occur. But with that said, he embodies what we have become Mm -hmm. and in every every unfortunate circumstance and parts of this nation that like it kind of embodies that we've seen that. Yeah. And and the thing is, it's it's crazy because then there's a part that we all strive and achieve in the nation in terms of the capitalist system and which gives you the ability to live the American dream, whether you are black or white, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. He represents that too. That's what people aren't getting. There's an there's an irony there that he represents that too, a guy that was able to maneuver through our systems and everything else, even even uh, legacy and all of that, and achieve or, or or ascend to where he has. Anybody can do that. Now, he's certainly proof of that. So he did that. But once in place, people didn't necessarily like the representation that they got. Right. But I will say this for the man. He, he certainly didn't lie when he said, I'm about to flip this thing on its ear. He said that coming through the door. It's just that people didn't believe that and didn't, <laughs> didn't understand what level right. he was really referring to. Right. So so I say to people at the end of the day, you know, you, you kind of get what you ask for if you if you do have issues um, again, because this didn't just occur on this go round. This we could take this energy. There were some things about President Bush and things. It's not right. like we forgot that right, or even his right. father. You see what I'm saying? We had a slight conversation that we know we can't get on here in terms of President Obama and where the black person stands after his administration. So, you know, but go ahead, go ahead, Trees. I'm sorry, brother. No, 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 because you walk right into where we was going because that's what they said. That was a lot of talk from last night, Dre, of they uh, uh, President 45 Trump, Trump 45, whatever you <laughs> He did not address what was going on in Milwaukee. Wow. He never said nothing about that incident. And and all he said is what Pence talked about, the protests, but not about what actually happened involving that. And you saw the WNBA uh, girl, ladies, women, and you can see it if you go online, anywhere, they all in unity kneeled on the floor with uh, their shirts, and they all had... Uh, representations of symbols of bullets being shot in their back as they kneeled across the floor, Leah. And it was so powerful. If you go online right now, it's just WNBA, you'll see it. But he talked about, 45 talked about the protests, but not why they were protesting. Didn't even address it. So, Leah, that's why that is... And I'm glad that you brought that up because that just leads me into my next trending topic. Um, you know, we we know about the black man that was shot six times in the back in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and he's paralyzed. He's in the hospital. And I just found out this morning. I don't know if you guys were aware, but this man is in the hospital handcuffed to his bed. Yeah. What? Yeah. And his dad is out. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the 70 year old white boy who shot people shot and killed two people mm-hmm. in the protest is has walked away. He hasn't been arrested. Wow. Um and that's the big talk because some saying he had a knife, some come to find out he got a screwdriver. And just know and we'll talk more about it and there's case law that follows this that if you're transporting a threatening weapon, they can use that sort of screwdriver. And a lot of people ride with tools which is legally with the law 
illegal. So he had a screwdriver, which could be perceived as a weapon. Some are trying to throw it between knife and a. As far as someone that got in Wisconsin, in Wisconsin. That my my brother that got shot. You saying he, that's what the screwdriver? That's the perception. So, oh, and, he had the screwdriver. Okay, gotcha. and they're trying to say curtail to a knife. And oh, there's so you saying from the time? I'm saying at what point did he did he brandish this? I'm saying because I don't. Well, here and here's the thing with that. I don't remember seeing anything in his hand. I don't even because we can even pull the video. But I got to pull the video back up. But here's the thing that does concern me that I that I really and it hurt. It really disheartens me, man. That nobody said it. And this is what's scary for our people and, and part of black what's men. going on. Like, when that happened, if you watch it, and again, no, absolutely, nobody's supposed to be shot in the back, period. Number one, even if you're shooting people, even in the Wild West, they face each other. They used right, to walk down, right, turn around, right. and blast, and whatever, right? right? And I'm not saying this, I'm just saying, right, there's always a respect and there's an honor to everything, right? Even if we're doing something that maybe could be deemed dishonorable. All right. But you kill. that's what makes this worse and more egregious is the fact that the man's gunned down and, and it is back, right? So you, but I watched that. And here's what I would have been concerned about. Say if it were if it was my brother Treese and he was in that situation, and say you had lived Treese and it didn't result in shots or what have you, right? Perhaps they let you go. Maybe you had some words and you got off with that one and actually got home. Okay. But if I had seen the tape of you start over there, no matter what they saying with you, since they already drawing down. Like sometimes it's just talking. I'm not going there with these boys, period. I, as a matter of fact, I used to be a charismatic guy on the traffic stop and what have you, engaged with the officer. We get cool, we chop it up. And I'm not bad, right? Why I you stop me? Stephen A. talking no, about that. I don't, no more discussions, no more chatting. I'm giving you whatever, because I'm right now, I don't know if I'm getting out of this, right? Yeah. So let me, I said that to say, I'm not going to play games with these people, period. I'm not getting ready to do anything, and, and I know that still might not save my mm-hmm. life. And it's so I might interesting. not bust a move, but that still might not say right. so. And right. it is so true because you're t- you're talking me that experience that I asked a officer at a stop, can we have a commanding officer? And I have tape, and we'll play it at another time in the show. Can I be stopped? And I call nine one one on nine one one. So even as we teach those influential ears that's in here right now, Dre, even when you are trying to be polite. So you can go home. Let's not forget Philando Castillo. Castillo. Another point. And so what takes place is, can I please? Yes, sir. No, sir. Don't be a smart ass. What? Yeah. What? Right, but but right. that's what, so. Thank you for doing what? that, Trees. So what you know that it's a setup. Going, it could be right. So let's go in with the mentality. It's a setup, right? So let me go back to brother. Boom. Mexico. Let's jump back to Wisconsin. So they've drawn down on you. Right, because wherever the tape begins, when you start seeing it, the guns are out and they behind this boy. Why are you walking around the car, though? That's just not something I'm getting ready to do, even though I'm walking. And then, you know, they talking too. but I'm, I'm not saying he right. I'm not getting ready to say he's supposed to got shot. I'm trying to help our people see how. Hold up. That's not the move. Whatever you're doing is not that move. You right. still walking because anybody, you know how you do when somebody turn their back on you, you talking to them trees, you do it now. You're going to be ready to rock a cat. Like, hey, bro, I'm talking and this amount. And I'm not saying these cats is cool. White officer, black could have been black officer. Hey, man, freeze, though. You still walking. Dre. And then you open Dre, a car door. Dre, Dre, Dre. You're right. We seen it here in Toledo. Officer Dyer. He's not here. Rest in peace to his father. I know 
you know, trying his father. The man was at Home Depot trying to get away with his back. And you see they doing so you see they and tweaking. he was and, and but now Dre, when they go back behind Home Depot, there's needles and other chemical and things. So just because we think naturally to freeze, chill out, you ain't you don't know what state I'm in. Oh no, I know I don't disagree so, with your so, brother at and, all. And and, and so this brother him and so all, the right? brother might have been trying to we, we and that's the thing we can say what we told yeah him. yeah we don't but that's what scares me because i was yeah. scared for him. as soon as he started moving i'm like what no. you doing, bro? i'm like hold up why is you doing as i'm looking at it, i'm like oh why are you doing that you know but then exactly. don't get these people because this this what he want to do this clearly what the man want to do but we why don't are know you but we don't know doing what state, that to that man we don't and chasing know what him state around he's in no i feel you i just wish i, I guess my prayer would have just been Sit there, cause if they gonna do that, what they did, you gonna you gonna have to do this with me being still. I'm gonna have my mouth. So I'm gonna be looking at you. So if you've been to do something, then do okay. you know what I'm saying? But okay. He, because I know, like you said, ain't no winning that. Just so I'm like, not gonna try to talk to you, but I'm not gonna say I'm a city. Hey. So Leah, yeah. right then, to Dre's point, Stephen A. Uh, Smith talked about this yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. And video. what he said was, which we all do. Every mostly all of us in this room and those that's listening, know that's watching. When somebody's stopped by a police officer in the car and they say, can I get your driver's license? No problem. Here we go. When that person says, why you stop me? We all like, no, don't. Stephen A said it. So Stephen A was like, I, he's in Harlem. He's doing what he's supposed to do. And he gives the officer what he wants. And Stephen A says, he says, why are you stopping? As soon as Stephen A said that, Leah, we all think, Dre, just like you said when he moved. Stephen A, why you? Now we have to point out we can't even ask you yeah, why right. you stopping and, and us. Right. It's unfortunate. I hate saying that, <laughs> right. but that's so, the truth. Yeah, absolutely. So we got to be super careful. It's like, no, nah, it ain't fair. He should be able to walk and talk. Yeah, we should be able to be like, why am I being stopped? But now we have to even be conscious of that. Man, you know what I mean? Shook. Can't even can't even ask that question without you know being. You getting smart with me? You know, and it's and like, we pay for this. We pay but, but them. But then, you know what's unfortunate, though? Because I know y'all, everybody in the room, knows some officers. Man, we're in Toledo, so yes, we all absolutely. in the community. We know officers. On the number on one, side, you know, podcast, <laughs> radio no show in no the land, 419 Grind Podcast. And we and, all but, know But it's officers. just unfortunate, though, that they get a bad, because it's brothers yeah, out here. Good, it's it's my white brothers out here. It's my it's my brothers of color out here wanting to do the job to protect yes. the people. That's and really one to do that. Thank you for your service. Officer oh. Moore, TPD. You know what I'm saying? Tony. Ron Ellis. Man, you know what I'm saying? Brother Kaiser. Charles Leitner. Okay. Cast this out here. Ron really Wilcox. To do the job. Um, oh, Damien. Damien. Yeah. Uh, Robert names. Campbell. Yep. Uh, and all, and uh, so many men. You know, and not Officer just black. Stewart, you know what I'm saying? Not just black. <laughs> not just black. I oh, do yes. the, I hope, I am the announcer every year put on by mom's house of uh, the law enforcement forces. Uh, fire and rescue and we had and so every year we have men and women who is trying to protect just like we all say there's always Man. one and so in this situation Drake to your point we see now what, what you talking for be cool nothing man don't do that that's why when we was talking earlier and having our brother Dion uh Thompson who teaches jiu-jitsu but that is an art to help de-escalate because that's right. what I would that's like to see so even though we talking about this what's some solutions right. Leah I would love to see in many of our black neighborhoods and I'm not saying minority I'm saying black teach me who's a 
I can go. Drake can go off. That's why we talked about the other day. Not going on the, uh, going down there and getting their face because of the agitation. Help me to be de-escalated in a heightened situation. Right. Absolutely. So that no, if it like you said, Dre, if it happens, Lord, watch over me. But I'm gonna stay in my car of the the art. That's why even when we say in here, Jesse is always the. Where Jesse at? He'll be like, right here. <laughs> The chill, the calm, because it's that much. So, Leah, as you know, it's it's a it's, it's a great show. This is a lot of energy. We got guests. Yes, this place, yes, yes, is about to be on. Y'all got the um, y'all got the four one nine grind page pulled up. What, what's up with our listeners? What's up with our viewers? Well, we know Jesse is watching, and if he ain't, we got it because we know they listen. Because I'm getting texts and everything about I know about this. Up, let me pull up my live. Um, you know, we had we have some very loyal listeners because this is a new, a very new, brand new show, and we have um, some loyal listeners who have been listening absolutely since day one. Who have TJ? Been, who, TJ um, tenaciously, <laughs> um, and someone else who um, Amy Nicole. Amy Nicole. And yes. Z is on. Is on. He wants to call in, but he hasn't called in yet. Um, and then there was someone else who wanted to call in, um, caller. And if we, and this is our little thing that we say, expect the unexpected. But if we didn't say your name in this great conversation, we'll and we, you, if we didn't get you today, <laughs> yeah, we'll get you. What's there. our thing, Leah? If we didn't get you today, we will get you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and that might be Monday, though, right? That might be Monday in this case. And <laughs> that's why it's awesome because we get a chance to control the narrative and just have a great time. And things is just. Moving in a way that's just awesome. And I love it. And that's why when we come back, people are really, really going to be fascinated by the content of this show. And then we have our guests. And you don't want to miss it. So don't go nowhere. The number one urban podcast in the country. Right here to 419 Grind. Stay tuned. If you're tired of church as usual and you're looking for something invigorating, exciting with passion, then the Greater New Psalmist Baptist Church, 3251 Glendale, is the place for you. We are a people that's determined to occupy all streets while cultivating cultural change. The only thing's missing is you. Meet us at 3251 Glendale Avenue as we continue to be relevant and occupy all streets while cultivating cultural change. He crazy. <laughs> he shuts it down. That's right. We're right back here <laughs> on the all new Rise and Grind <laughs> morning show brought to you weekly, Monday through Friday, <laughs> beginning at 8.30, right here on the 419 Grind Podcast. Thank you, our friends at New Church. Yes, yes. Shout out to our sponsor, Dr. Breon Hall, and our friends over at New Greater Psalmist Church. Um, you know, they were our first sponsor, and we truly appreciate them. And shout out to my girl, Lexi, because she's listening. She's part of the team, and she couldn't be here this morning. But shout out to her. We love you, girl. What's up, Lexi? And as those that's, you know, because we have our listeners that don't um, get to see, have the opportunity right now, because they might be working. They might be essential, doing something essential in life, virtual learning. A lot of kids are back doing some virtual learning. But I'm excited because, you know, when you got your people here, when your folks come, like you got your folks with you, you can anything can pop up when you got your people with you. And 
as you know, as we get things set up, and you know, we ain't go. This is one of them raw and straight to it podcast that's live the only podcast in the country right now that's live that people gonna go back to and ain't none of this script this stuff right off the cuff so when our guests come in late they breathing hard on the mic they trying to end us some stairs and they got to get straight to it uh, but you know your people here so it's that type of party man i want to tell y'all listeners that's in here with us right now uh especially Hey, ladies! We got the ladies in the building. I know. I'm so happy to finally have some ladies in here with me because I'm always outnumbered, y'all. And they and these and these ain't ladies. These oh, okay. I can't cuss. I just won't say it right now. And because I'm gonna go right into an introduction of why I can't cuss right now. So when you got your people here, I have the opportunity, and I know our family is just smiling when they look back at this to see our, us in the room that's gonna be on all over the world. My cousin, and when we say cousin, like our mama's his sister, so she really so my it's sister. Not a play cousin, it's, it's serious. No, like, okay. I, and, I, I, not, and I'm glad cousin. you said that. Yeah, okay. But then yeah. we got her best friend growing up, who grew up like you know this that we grew up together. She like my cousin, yeah. so her family, our family. You know how gotcha. you be like, yeah, absolutely. Right. You know Dre and Leah when you be like, that's my cousin. And then they be like, how you be like, see, we really not cousins, but we cousins because <laughs> uh, both of all our families, man, we have. My cousin, my sister, Unique Shaw Johnson, and Miss. She said her name is pronounced Letitia, but everybody call her Tish Holmes. Let's make some noise in the yeah. studio. It's that type Woo! of. Hey, but look, they trying to come in all do do do. So, <laughs> so I can do this because you know my cousin here, so I can get right into it. So, Unique, I'm trying to cute. I'm trying to look cute. You know, Dre Sav said. I, uh, he, he's he's a big fan of Black Thoughts, the artist, the music. I said yeah, I couldn't from be the roots. from the roots. I said I couldn't be Black Thoughts. I'm Fat Thoughts. So uh, I saw this hat from our granddad, and it didn't fit, but it was cute. I'm like, shoot, people wearing stuff now that don't match. It don't look right. I'm just gonna make it work. <laughs> right, so I just got this right. hat and set it on my head. Tish, how I look. That boy look. That boy look thick, Steve. Hey, that my boy. mom commented on the thread, and she said she liked that hat. You looking good? Oh, that boy here, cute. So you, I got to say, so you need who? See, everybody in here get this part, but who am I to the family for real? Put this nicely. <laughs> he gets on our no, nerves. this is the podcast. You say some shit in here. He gets that... on our damn nerves. Okay? <laughs> he wants to be the dad to everybody. Even his mama. How you the dad to the person that birthed you? Tish, who am I? Who am I to? Uh, Big Trees. Uh, Hear me. <laughs> always loud, but always commanding respect and always handling business. Period. Uh, <laughs> we really ain't got to go no further than there that, Leandra. <laughs> no, I can't go there right now. I'm black. I'm fat thoughts. So, uh, yeah, so we, no, again, want to welcome y'all to the all new Rise and Grind morning show. You can listen live. Y'all going to take this back. But the reason that y'all rocking with us and we rocking with you because y'all giving us an opportunity because y'all about to change the gang here yes, in Toledo. Yes, yes, so, yes. Uh, unique, Tish. What y'all about to do Sunday over at the Jay Zoo Center, uh, at the Sullivan Center, uh, this Sunday from uh, 1 to 5 p.m., August 30th, and ain't nobody doing nothing because it's essential, so you got some essential time. What y'all doing over at the Jay Zoo Center, uh, 2049 Parks 
Dell. That's because I got on these dot these uh so some people be wearing what's some what's you know, the glasses? This is what happens when people wear sunglasses and No, but what's right, right. them say but what they call them? No, what they call them glasses out of Detroit. Oh, buffs. buffs. No, these burlies. These are burlies. <laughs> so some folks got buffs. I got on these burlies right now. <laughs> and I look good. So what's up? What's up on Sunday? So we have the All Queens uh, pop-up shop. Um, it started with... Uh, it started with... Yeah, where it started? How did it get started? Tish made a status saying, you know, I want um, all-female vendors log on to this status. And I inboxed her like, hey, what are you trying to do an all pop-up with all females? She like, yeah. I'm like, okay, let's collaborate. Let's do this together. Oh, I love to it. To your bestie. So, but then my grandmother, my grandmother <laughs> had passed away. And so when my grandmother passed away, I wasn't, I was still thinking about it, but not so much because right. I was grieving my grandmother. Right. But then Unique had a loss. Her goddaughter passed oh, away man. a week from my grandma, mm. which we always have losses around the same time. Her mom died six months before my mom died oh, wow. like 20 years ago. That's so crazy. it always happens that way for us. So I was like, I really don't want to do it. Well, she texted me like, oh, I got the venue. I was like, for what? She's like, the pop-up shop. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. She's like, now we need some vendors. So it started off with like 25, and then we got more space. And so we we ended up with 40 vendors. Wow, so, that's amazing. And, what, the, and it's all, yeah. fe- all female all vendors? Female. And what's so it. crazy, Leah, mm-hmm. with all female vendors, and they'll have you, and we're going to go into that. But why did y'all start it? Like, y'all have y'all own. Oh, pop- yes, yes, yes. So Look. I have, um, I'm actually going to be uh representing two things when I'm there. I have a cleaning business. It's called Homes Cleans Homes. I'm going to be representing there, but not so much because I'm I'm rebranding. So in the next 30 days, I'll have all of that. But then I'm also going to be launching and introducing more to the the community uh, a t-shirt line. It's called Doe Chaser Apparel. Um, I work for a company called Witness Riches, and in that we have started Doe Chaser Apparel, and so I'm the president, and I run all the all of the operations. And Queens all that. run, love it, and, I love um, it. So basically, um, Doe Chasers are people who are trying to to gain a financial advantage. Um, we want to reach out to our community, but then we want other community to come come first. But you know. Our, our community is what we kind of focus on right now. So, oh, you to- can say it. Black community. Black community. Yeah, we this, that. Like, we ain't sugar. We are unapologetically black and brown and beautiful in here. And uh, so, yeah, you, and what, you so, need, how'd you get involved? I got involved. That's how they do. So, how'd you get involved? <laughs> I got involved because, like, for one, it just made sense for both of us to tag team together. Right. Two, it was. We ain't had nothing where it's just been all females. Like, we some real bosses. Man, like, yes. We, we, we really, if we really pull together, like, we can really, really do some things yes, together. Yes, we're not hating on each other and stuff. Here we uh, go. The here we go. Thank like, you. We can really pull together and make some things happen. Powerful so, things, too. So what is Lil Boutique? I was, that was my next question. What's Lil Diva's so Boutique? Lil Diva's Boutique started from, as y'all know, the father of our whole family. He kept saying, if you know, I'm a shopaholic. He kept saying, why don't you take what you love to do and turn it into revenue? And it stuck with me. And I'm like, okay, what do I... I love the shop. I love what? the shop. That's what you... <laughs> Look, it was so, a setup. So it was a setup for him. <laughs> one. He wanted to get the plate. Wow. I prayed on it and I prayed on it. I talked to him that Thursday. I prayed on it. I prayed on it. That Sunday, I jumped up. I said, I called my sister. I said, I need a, I need a logo. 
She like what? I told my daughters. I said I'm opening up a little, a little divas boutique. She's a grandmother. I seen her. She the granny. And I never expected it to take off the way it Man. did, but it just happened so fast. God like, is good. You got to step out. So you did that. That's so what happened. I went from, let's get a logo. Let me go get my LLC. I talked to my grandfather, who our family has always had entrepreneurs. So I talked to my grandfather. My grandfather had me sit with an accounting. The accounting told me everything to do. So I went from LLC to vendor's license. And before I knew it, I'm like, I want to do something different than what nobody else doing. It's a bunch of boutiques. It's a bunch of vendors. Man, let me get an app. So I, I Google, how do you start your own app? And Ooh, I, I know that's my own right. app by Googling. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. I started my own app. Yeah. So now I got a website. Now I'm, I got an app on Google. I got an app on, I, on the iPhones. I love it. I know. That's here's amazing. the other. Then that's you amazing. jump to this, though. Then this other shirt, after she did that, which what she's doing, you will reinvest the profit though. Exactly. And that's what's yes. happening with the with the shop that the ladies are about to do. Expect on the third. unexpected. That's what's that, see, so that's what's happening here. Reinvest the profit, make money, not excuses. Don't chase your apparel. We gonna have it all for y'all this Sunday. So I need all of y'all to come Bang. out. We got stuff for men, women, children, everybody. We're not missing out on anyone. So everybody come it. on out. I love it. I love it. Leah, yes. and she says she wants us to be here. <laughs> Tell them where we gonna be, baby girl. Yeah, you know, we gonna be there. We gonna be in the house because see what happened was I, I came across this post and Unique, uh, you know, uh, I know Unique from um, my girl Rose. You know, we go back, way back. And so um, she's like family to me too. So when I saw, I, well, actually, when I saw the poster, I didn't even know it was her. I, you know, I just saw the poster and it said all queens. That's what caught my eye. And I'm like, oh, you know. <laughs> That's me. Real, real Queen table, B. Real Table Talk with Leah Renee got to be in a building. Like, period. That's the whole point of my show is to put, you know, our local talent and, um, you know, on the map. And I want to showcase um, beautiful women doing positive things. And so when I saw that, I was like, oh, this is, I got to be there. So I reached out. Um, you so- stepped out? Yeah. And I, when saw that? Yeah, I reached out because I, I actually tagged Jesse in a post first. And I was like, hey, can we do a live remote from here, you know? And then he was like, I mean, if, if they say it's okay. So I reached out and then come to find out it was my girl, Unique. And I'm like, oh. You See, that's why I love it. And she know, said, you know, we ain't going to. See, they excited now. This girl talk. We didn't went straight to Leah. What's so crazy is I have been reaching out to the journal trying to get someone i was willing to pay someone Uh-oh. to come out and Uh-oh. you know Boom. advertise this and wow. no one was reaching back with me oh no my god you know what well at savvy television we'll hit you back and here at the rise and so, grind podcast we'll hit you back yes, my yes, girl yes. inboxed me and was like hey yes. can i uh <laughs> can i can i do your sh- can i can i come and, and report this and i'm like yeah, I'm like, look at God, like, look at God. And, and then, like, just with that, you reached out to some folks, and she really didn't, cause she hurt, hurt. The family dad is the plug, so that was cool. But it's cause you know how it happens, cause now y'all in it, and now you are talking to the number one urban radio podcast live. So everybody that said that they didn't pick up, <laughs> hey, Leah, what you doing, Sunday? What y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> what you say, Leah? Where we gonna be at? Yeah, we, we gonna be we gonna be at the All Queens Diva Pop Up Shop, and we gonna be live. You know, reporting live. We gonna be putting everybody on. Uh, you know, on blast. We wanna we wanna showcase 
every single woman that's in the building, every single business, every single brand. And I'm going to go around and I'm going to be talking to them, you know, interviewing them, asking them how they got they, um, you know, how they started and what, you know, just everything. Like, we want all everybody out there, especially our young girls, to know that, like, you can do anything you put your mind to. Like, you don't, yes, it's it's your education first and foremost is the most important thing but you know you got to have that hustle hand like i said yesterday you got to have a hustle hand so you know this is what this is all about and we got to showcase that we got to show our young girls that you know they got to be they can be their queens and you know you can do anything our youngest vendor is seven Okay. Now that's where I was well, going. Excuse me. What was the age range? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah like Dre, I need this. I, 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 know, I know a young lady who, again, has She's her thing. Uh, with her own lip gloss. Uh, okay, and I know another one. Uh, 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 oh my goodness, uh, Prissy Tomboy. That's what she calls her. Because okay. see, little girl, she uh, yeah, plays I basketball. One of my players. She used to be one of my players. So when I sell well, this, she just got done. Yeah, yeah. I make right. sure that happened because her mom. I'm sure she'd appreciate that. She might even be watching this. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. But so I saw that. So I'm inspired by that. And she will be. And so that's a beautiful thing that that's happening. And you encouraging these young ladies yes. again seven, to own their situation. Some, it's from seven. We got some. We got some teenage girls all the way oh, that's up beautiful. to. I think older. the older one is like fifty something. Yeah. It's no no age it's limit. It's no age limit. So they, so wait. It's all females. And that's great. And so y'all doing the pop up? Is this inside or outside? It's inside. So what's some of the safety measures that y'all are doing to make it safe for people to attend? Right. In the, in uh, the COVID yeah, yeah, during the posting. That. So that yep. So because we saw on the national scene that they didn't do that. So but <laughs> well, how <laughs> do give them a reason to complain? Oh, well, <laughs> no, it was no, a nice no. event, but <laughs> so so check, what's up? We taking we. We got people yep. at the door to check temps. We have masks. We for have masks for sale. I love it. <laughs> if you don't have a mask, <laughs> the mask is required. Yes. Um, the girls' tables are six feet apart from each other. It's social distancing. Who we marked have. it off? How y'all know it's six feet? Who marked <laughs> off the tables? You know, yeah, you just scooted over a little bit. Man, they don't count. They don't know how to <laughs> count. <laughs> we are going to make sure that everyone is it's safe. safe. We don't want yeah and have fun. You know, the, the first thing, like you said, is safe. Yes, absolutely. And we also have hand sanitizer. We got wipes. We got, I mean, we got people who got food. We got vendors with food. So, of course, we want it to be sanitary and safe. And so we know it's going to be, this is one of the first big events in the black community at the Jesus Center. But I'm looking at some of these uh, participants. Y'all got Cassidy, uh, hair. Cassidy Love. Who's some of the other ones y'all have coming? Um, we got Cassidy Love. We got um, y'all got a lot of. We got a lot of them. We got we, uh, um, Tasha uh, Superior Resorts by Tasha. We have uh, Woozy Woozy Cupcakes. Yeah. Um, PLC Treats. And even though I have a cleaning service, we have uh, our RA's magical cleaning service. She's gonna be there giving some of her look, giving love to yeah. another. Cl- yeah. See, yeah. <laughs> they say you're not supposed to do that. Now look see, at that. Everybody can Respect eat. That. Everybody can. That's eat. why I said that boutique. Wow. Food on the table right for everyone. for everyone. We also have a vendor that's coming from Cleveland. My spiritual sister Kendria. She's a pastor. She's coming in with. Um, her publishing company. She published Ooh, books. I love it. So she's with the journalist. <laughs> also, she's selling her books and she's selling healing oils and uh-huh. anointing oils. Awesome. Yep. So, and she's coming here all the way from Cleveland. Yep. So, oh, I have a that. question, ladies. Now, because of the 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 
the young girl element as well as as the the mature ladies and all this mm. energy is happening right now i don't know if this is in the plan and if it was you know like i said pardon me but i, I see that there's a an opportunity to really have a mentor spirit though with these with these young babies here amongst you ladies mm. because you ladies have, have been through some things and you can you know there's another angle to talk to them from beside Yes, we're here. We're selling our goods. Yes, we're encouraging that, and we're entrepreneurial. But at the same time, these are our babies. We're still their mothers, their aunties, their cousins, their sisters. So, how about how much energy is going to be placed into some of that through just throughout the day? Not even nothing formal, you know. But you're passing each other, this and that, and speaking. Well, my daughter is 16, and she wants to be a business owner. Um, right. too. So I think, you know, we can kind of pull them to the side as we're there Absolutely. Or, and take them to each, they can go to each venue themselves to right. kind of talk to the ladies. Right. Or I know a lot of the young girls are going to be assisting no right. matter if it's like helping with bags or helping, you know, sure. this product is this, this and this. I mean, we, we want them to come out and, you know, do what they can and if this leads to us going into some more mentorships and things like that, I'm sure we would be very open to, you know, doing yeah, that. And so, uh, just to piggyback. Also, and my daughters are my vice president. I love that. Uh, uh, and, and my daughters, what's up. my sister, my granddaughters are my vice presidents. So my company is built just for family. So mentoring in the beginning, before we start, we're going to start in prayer. Mm -hmm. And then everyone, for me, this is my like six pop up that I done did. Most of all of us go to each vendor to support each other. Right. We all buy something from each other just to support each other. Now, see, can you hear that's real simple. Everybody see that go buy somebody else's goods. Please. <laughs> that's how that's how you keep that going. Right. Spend the money with each other. Right. Spend the money. There's nothing wrong with that. Reach out to me and say, um, can you? They didn't inbox me and say, um, I, I hope it's don't come off wrong, but can you show me the steps of how to start an app? Sure. Let me show you what to do. Google it. I owe you. You don't yeah. owe me nothing. <laughs> I'm going to pass it on to you. Right. Exactly. And that's the problem exactly. that it's not enough people doing yeah, that. Everybody want to sit back and be, want, or you know, they charge you. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it's, yeah. And so just to piggyback off of what you were saying, Dre, um, I've talked about this over, over several years and still haven't put it into action. But now that I'm sitting down here with you two ladies and just the way, wow. you, just the way you've Expect put together this pop up shop, um, I have this idea of this vision for, uh, young girls and with, women's um you know empowerment movement uh like a you know event that i want to start doing Mm -hmm. annually and i think that you know us three can somehow come together and put our heads together and figure this out and make this happen oh and black girl magic this thing sprinkling in the room (laughs) and marquia here our intern over here is looking at this because she gonna tell some of her teammates because she's a bulldog once a bulldog always a bulldog sky bulldog so they go over here and it's sprinkling and right now i know the social media is is jumping right now i see a lot of the love shout out to all our social media love man y'all y'all yeah they hold us down and they they send in love sending crazy love and so what also that the vendors and the participants will know that there's complimentary gifts off the chain that they'll be getting they will be broadcasted live their business will be on the number one 
urban radio podcast in the world. So y'all giving them something that ain't nobody yeah, yeah. giving it. And it's going to be an experience because y'all going to be rocking with Leah Renee. Hey. DJ Trav. Big shout out to Trav. He going to be DJing. And I wonder who going to be holding down the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who going to keep the energy we in the room. Miss Jasmine Pope taking pictures. Shout out to Jasmine Pope shout and her count yes. mental health and social services. Yes. Yes. And she has a book. Nothing, man, Queens. In the Middle by Jasmine Lynn. Yes, yes. I love she it. She also have inspirational t-shirts, too. Yeah, she does. Make sure she got a 3X, because everybody be trying to... You see, I'm here with this little shirt on, because y'all be forgetting. Y'all just go to 2X and not 3. This ain't... So, help me out. So, Dre, what's interesting, and, and again, that's what we're talking about, and you have been such a icon of spreading it. And then I, we talked the other day uh, when you hear the, our sisters talk about giving opportunities and coaching others we right. talked about that what's the what's the paddle that you hit the ball in the air and you let it come back what's that little paddle that we used to have don't none of y'all know what that is yeah, we know the interns don't know no no what is that look don't none of y'all know no more the interns jesse do you know what that paddle ball is that we used to have paddle ball it is paddle ball i don't know what is the paddle ball when, when you smack it and everybody you know it though everybody know that boy. and that's we all in the wood we all in the wood yeah uh and so when you see that dre and you see uh what what they're talking about and giving opportunity on the bigger stage in toledo for right. Bl- queens because where we struggle with is you always hear when i and i and i share this a lot you always hear women say and this ain't that show, but you always hear, I don't hang with no, we, I don't get along with a lot of women. I don't hang with no women. I, I, women is messy. And y'all about to bring just the same one that they say, Leah, y'all can't yeah. do it. Right. You get, women can't work together. So no matter what the differences is, y'all complete the goal. Yes. And y'all about to yes. do it together. Yes. And that is huge, especially for influential eyes that's working. Because yep. yep. they saying it at home. I don't have a lot of friends. I don't have a lot of women. They, they messy. So how did, what put it in y'all mindset to say, we going to still go get what they say we can't do? And I know it was a lot of attitudes. And, <laughs> well, not with us. Well, no, not y'all. But I'm oh. saying, Leah, you know what I'm, when somebody who didn't make the list on this one and they have to be excused and maybe oh. get the next one. See, here we go. Oh, here, here, go, here we go. Yeah. go ahead, somebody, yeah, Justin, she, yeah, she didn't grab it. She about to sing. She about to sing. For those that didn't make <laughs> So about two weeks ago, um, Unique had sent me a message that someone sent to her. A young lady who did not make the pop-up who said that she didn't know about it actually is doing her own thing on the same day on the same street. And she's calling it a pop-up garage sale. So okay, I'm sorry. Hold on, wait. I'm sorry. Listen, sorry, Latisha. Come on, Queen. Let me now. Let me get. No, 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 no. Let me. No, no, no. See yourself. Go to the dream. Mirror, mirror on the wall. You are the kind that causes a fall. Oh, that's you. Whoever you are, like that's not a good look. But no, let me tell you. Wait, because it might be something. It's got to be a twist. Let me wait. Yeah, please. I'm praying that it ain't what I think it is. I reached out to the young lady because she used our she used our flyer to say that we will be down the street and that blah blah blah. So I reached out to her very. You know, lady. You life. did too. <laughs> yeah. And you, I know you it. went classy. You said I'm gonna come I, civil. Whoa, class. Okay, you, talk, okay. you got the money. The okay. bag talk to her then. I said, 
And not the brain, because she's having a big a brain. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I, I just, what I said was, if she could remove our, you know, still do what you're going to do, but remove yeah. our flyer right. from that, because it's not a good look. It kind of looks like competition. And the way that her words were used in the post, it sounded like it was competition. So she basically said she was, you know, she was salty that she didn't make the yeah, pop-up, but organized. what I told her is she could have reached out to one of us. We could have tried to plug you in. Fight, but my sister was doing, did a pop-up shop last Sunday. So I, I said, you know what? My sister's doing a pop-up shop next Sunday. Why don't you be in that pop-up shop? And I sent her the information. It was no, I looked a and couple. She ch- and we changed it up. But That's people were, people was calling me. They were texting me like, <laughs> yeah, man, they was coming. But you rose, but see, with your vision, you was able to rise the above The showed up and not the brain. And that was, thank you man, for that. Queen, because we can't, <laughs> and we're going to bless that queen. Let me pull that back too. Yes. But we love you too. Yes. We just don't oh, want yeah, to. Yeah, let's yeah. not roll that way. We're not we saying can. we going, you ain't nothing wrong with you. We see you competitive. Yes. So keep that fire and yes, let's carry that to the That's to the all let's pull that with everybody don't stand on your own on an island when everybody is over we, here we magnifying together and be a and you know what and i'm going to go across the street to her garage sale and i'm going to purchase something and bless it oh, yeah, and, that's, yeah. and that's, that's why we're talking about so because man the show is that this is what we're talking about and i definitely want because it's going to be live and y'all gonna have a follow-up because this ain't just that you have an interview and you don't come back we're gonna have a a conversation so Tish, how can they reach out to you just to be a part of the next one and get on the mailing list and some of the things? And then, Unique, you share that because this has just been a And a still great... come out and support these sisters, though, please. You know um, what I'm saying? In order Seriously. to be at our next pop-up shop, you can go to uh, email us, allqueenspopup um, at gmail um, to get our things. Well, to get, you know, uh, doughchaser.com uh, and some of the things that I have. Uh, we have T-shirts. We have planners for financial. Anybody want to talk about financial improvement, hit me up. Mm. Um, or you can hit me up at my personal email, which is Letitia at WitnessRiches.com. And you Witness can reach riches. me through Little Divas Boutique. Um, our email address is LittleDivasBoutiqueCO at Yahoo.com. It's all one word. Are y'all on all social media platforms? Yes, everything. We're on all social media platforms. And also, um, if you want, you can... Uh, look I answer back to my Facebook page. Awesome, awesome. awesome. And another thing is, we do have another one coming. It's uh, will be for our kings oh, and our it. queens coming Black Friday. I love Ooh. it. I love it. I love oh, it. I couldn't November twenty seventh, sip and shop. Oh man, oh, I love that. yeah. And I want to say thank y'all for taking your yes, time because I know it was so at much. the spur of the moment. Is there any other final words? And in, even to those that will be attending. Do y'all want? Because this is about love. This ain't about come. This and just come. No, what kind of this show? Oh, love to get come there. Out, just come out. We're going to have a good time. It's going to be DJ Travis rocking. Of course, Big Mouth on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> over here. And I do. I apologize. I'm going to apply for my excuse right now because I was flying out to Atlanta tomorrow. I can't help okay. it. I got to be here. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You'll I'm, be with us in spirit. Absolutely, I am. I'm checking in on it anyway because I'm going to see it. Because I know <laughs> JC going to have it. We bring it live. You can always go to our website and purchase something. Out there, boom. I do that. That's how I speak. And he has a queen like that. That's what And um, <laughs> while we speaking about queens, I got to shout out my girl, say, Shade Robinson. Hey. Um, and Keep It Queen Boutique, because that's my girl. And um, she sponsored an outfit um, and some shoes for us today, for this evening, for me and my girl Lexi to step out to this event tonight at the Agenda. Oh. She hooked up my girl Lexi. So shout out to her. She's holding it down. She um, started with, uh, you know, I remember, I, 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 that's my girl. So I've been rocking with her from the very beginning. She had a one 
one one um you know clothes rack in her house yes, and now she yes. has three locations so shout out to my girl you doing a big yes. you know what i'm saying and you know she's doing some beautiful things so shout out to that queen too so that's what it's all about thank y'all for rocking with we'll be right back don't go nowhere this is the all new rise and grind morning show what's going on everybody this is uh Lance Self is who I am. And I am Arlinda Self. And we are the Selfs and here to present our show called Self Explanatory. Yes, it's our podcast. For that name. By 419 whew. Grind. That name just has a ring to it. Self Explanatory. I feel like we're about to just explain a bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I feel like that's what it's about to be. Well, I think we're going to talk about a couple <laughs> things. We're going to talk about marriage, of course. Okay. Um, we've been married, what, two years now, right? Two years. We've been together for eight. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. It's a long time. Y- y'all gonna ask what took so long. What did take? You know what? We'll get there. Self explanatory. <laughs> We're gonna talk about blended families. Yeah. Praying for your spouse, gender roles, living with family members, uh, cheating, uh-huh. raising kids, mm-hmm. um, family upbringing, being there for your spouse, finances, uh, being a wife and a husband. Trying to be together right. and be individuals at the same time, which is one of the one things. Um, it took a while. It's taken a while, it's, but it's, it it's t- the fun part. We're yep. learning that. That's what marriage is. It's, it's a process. It's, it's a life journey. I like it's not that. an overnight thing. Like yeah, because you know, uh, I know there's a lot of days where I'm trying to be individual. I get on your nerves because my individual ways. Uh, I can tell you one thing for damn sure though. Definitely get on my nerves. It, it'd be a lot. She definitely gets on my nerves, but I love her. I get on your nerves? Yes, it's possible. You do a lot. What's wrong? What's the problem? What's wrong? Hey. I am Lance Self. And I am Arlinda Self. And this is the Self-Explanatory Podcast. notes i saw your notes yesterday trey i need you to get this because i need you to give this because you can help us be Welcome back to the all new, the number one urban radio podcast in the country, the 419 Grind Podcast. I told y'all, y'all can expect the unexpected. Y'all don't don't think that Toledo can't do it because Toledo would do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we didn't got in the car. We didn't flew across the country. We didn't went down the way and we didn't winning. Man, we in the bubble. But guess what? 
Don't tell me Toledo can't make it. Ladies and gentlemen, in the 419 Studio Podcast broadcasting live, can we make some noise for Toledo Zone? Jimmy Jackson! What up, JJ? You already know. Hear me. (laughs) What's up, brother? How are you, man? Man, we know they didn't stop the excitement, so we had to bring it. It's your boy, man. He, it, expect the unexpected, JJ. What's up, Jay? Hey, man, just uh, bubble life. That's <laughs> just, just bubble life. And actually, it's not too bad, I mean, for me, because we're a little bit, we're segregated from where the players are at, so it's a little bit different. Um, not as uh, strict as what the players, their protocols are, but... You know, it's part of history, though, bro. It's it's part of history. Who would have thought that, one, we would have a bubble in the first place uh, after the season, you know, was cut short, and then the historic events that took place Wednesday Ooh. and Thursday. Ooh. And not only that, you know, it, you know it, it kind of boiled over to WNBA, baseball, and other sports. So, um, I mean, part of history, man. I'm glad you picked it up right there, History. J.J. Andre Savage here. But listen, brother, I'm glad we can uh, go right to that. And you talk about the historical context of all this. I want to know, first and foremost, do you think the players have missed an opportunity to, um, to again, sort of submit a significant statement made for history, obviously ignited by the Bucks, followed up throughout sports, but then we back and you guys will still stay in the bubble because you obviously now have more work to do as we hear because games will go on. I don't think they missed an opportunity because a plan has to be put in place, which they do. And it takes time for that plan to work. You can't expect to. I know everybody wants immediate change and wants something to happen right away. When you have a boycott or you have something. But that's unrealistic um, in, in this regard is that they have a certain amount of demands that they want from their individual ownership groups right. um, to adhere to. Right. And it takes time to put that process in place. Okay, now, now, keep in mind, you got to back up a little bit because really this protest was really mainly put together by the Milwaukee Bucks. Right. Okay, to, you know, to kind of bring more awareness to to the shooting of Jacob Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Right. They were going to do it independently. Okay, they were exactly. Willing to, they, they were willing to come out and take an L or take a forfeit for that game against the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, against the Orlando Orlando Magic, okay? But it snowballed into the rest of, you know, Orlando jumping on board, and then later that night. Yeah, okay, uh, the see, and the Rockets, yeah, right on. That's right, right. and right. then the following day, the other team. So it, it, it wasn't meant so much to say, hey, guys, we're all going to get together and do this. They were doing it because it was right in their backyard in Wisconsin, but it, it grew to something else. The players have a plan in place. Right. But it's not totally up to the players. Yes, they may have a plan, but what is America going to do? What else are, are, you know, people in a lot of these communities, our senators, our governors, our elected officials, um, our influencers, what are they going to do as well to kind of bring this kind of social change that we're all asking about? Hey, Jimmy, this is Jesse. Um, have you talked to any players? Like, what what's the mood in the bubble right now? What's the mood of the players and the and the staff? Well, we're we're, we're removed from it, bro. We're okay. uh, wow. It, it's a lot of reporters you see on the ground, like Chris Haynes, Taylor Rooks, um, and, and uh, some of the sideline reporters that Mark Spears that are actually on the same side 
in the same areas with the players. Okay. Where we're at, we're the ESPN crew, the Turner crew, some NBA officials, we're on a different side. So we, you have different zones in which you're um, regulated to stay in. So we're not um, anywhere near where the players all right. Unfortunately, I wish we I wish we were right. so we can have those type of conversations or contact, you know. But it's from a safety perspective. Right, right. Hi, Mr. J- uh, Mr. Jackson. This is Lauren. <laughs> call, me, call me Jimmy. I'm old. Or JJ. I'm sorry. Yeah, call, good morning, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. It's Leah Renee right. here. How are you? I'm good. First of all, thank you for taking your time out um, to, you know, talk to the Rise and Grind Morning Show. I'm honored. That's why I got a little tongue tied there. <laughs> um, you know, yesterday, I don't know if you caught our show or not, but um, yesterday we were talking about, um, you know, everything that's going on with the um, um, social injustice and in, in all mm-hmm. the athletes that are taking a stand. And um, we were uh, there was some heated discussion about LeBron James and, you know, why he hasn't kind of, um, you know, a- as being kind of like the voice of, you know, the voice or face of the NBA right now or whatever, um, him not really too much taking a stand. What are your thoughts on that? Or do you feel like he should be taking more of a stand? Or do you feel like that's not his um, – do you feel like too much pressure is being placed on him? Or do you feel like – you know, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, let me let – me, let me, before I answer, let me answer this question. So the argument is that he didn't take – he's not taking too much of a stand because of his boycott or – no, well, this, this, this is what it was. This what it was, JJ. It was more of a thing, like because LeBron has sort of elected in 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 his past narrative and sort of his his train of career, uh, been been willing. Where say Michael Jordan was not. Where Mike said, "Okay, I just want to hoop," and LeBron is saying, "No, I want to be something more. I don't mind putting myself in the line of this fire sometimes." So when people are looking for his response, you know, we were wondering, should he be more assertive in that regard? And as Leah was saying. Uh, does he receive maybe too much pressure in that role or for that expectation for those who do have it? Okay, let me address that. You mean as his role as it relates to the boycott? Yeah, and just because he's been, uh, okay, because yeah. he's, he's been he's been vocal, right? Exactly in the bubble. Again, in the boycott, that wasn't his idea. He wasn't a part of that. He got he got kind of pulled. The rest of the players got pulled into this from the Milwaukee Bucks. And to me, it's like this. It's a catch-22. If you say something, you're too out front. Be quiet. We know. We get. If you don't say something, why do you say anything? Right. LeBron yeah. is in a no-win situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You he are can right. never satisfy everything because yeah. a lot of times you don't always have to say something. Mm. It's depending on what you do behind the scenes to get action done. That's right. Is LeBron speaking with individual players or collectively as a group to put a plan in place so that they can move forward that and show that the boycott, the cancellation of games really meant something. They got something positive out of it. If it's that we're going to approach our ownership groups and say, listen, you need to have more accountability in the cities that you're in on social justice reform or education reform, or criminal justice reform. We want you to be more involved in this. See, all these things work on, un- in the background until you have a plan you can't really put it out there yeah so so this is my thing about a guy like lebron i'm I'm gonna back up and i'm gonna say this history teaches us that a lot muhammad ali is probably the most beloved sports figure ever absolutely 
But during his time when he was taking a stance, when he changed his name from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali, you when go. he, when get he in joined there, the nation of Islam. Get go get a bucket, okay? Jay. Go get a bucket, Jay. Jay. Get a bucket. <laughs> but and also when he decided to not go to war, the Vietnam War, and then give up his heavyweight title and go to jail, or force to go to jail, or force to lose money. He wasn't popular at the time, even in the black community, because a lot of black people thought that he was hurting the civil rights cause mm. more than helping. Mm. But history teaches us that during those turbulent times, that voice was so strong that later on, now we see Muhammad Ali in a different light. So you're not always going to be liked. You're not always, mm. even the black community is mm. not always going to be on the side of, That's right. of what you're trying to teach at that particular <laughs> time because of the thought process. So that's what I'm saying is that with LeBron, whatever he does, he's under scrutiny. Right. He gets criticized. That's right. But yet and still, he's done so much more than a lot of people that are doing the criticizing. That's right. I tell people all the time. True. Back. I'm 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 a victim of that. Okay, man. Well, I don't I, I don't do enough. I'm like, okay, if I don't do enough, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, wait, uh -uh. hold on, you going off now? Uh -uh. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so Jimmy Trees to, to that point because you know that's where we went. So I'm I'm gonna give you where we at right now because I want you to take Toledo, Jimmy, to, from you being on the streets. I want to bring it back because you said there's a lot of tension and there's a lot of about society but i want you to take toledo in the bubble so we sitting in the studios right now we got mj up we got jimmy in here on the phone with us we got kobe and we talking to you who played with all of them from toledo and we got young interns in here out of high school jimmy take us to that in orlando florida give us that jimmy what was that like in in trying to figure all that other stuff out as well as, as far as what? Like just... Just what's the experience? Take a Toledo kid that's listening right now and now you're in the bubble because you was getting prepared. What did you have to do to get there? Does Disney World still look like Disney World right oh, now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you know what? First of all, it's a blessing, bro, because... Thank you. Um, I'll be 50 this year. And <laughs> wow. experience Amen. what I've been able to experience since I've been 15 years old yeah. has been life-changing, life-shattering, not only for me, but for my family and close, close people around me. Because <clears throat> I've been able to um, open up some doors for them as well. But from a young kid coming from Toledo, you don't know what to expect, man. I mean, That's because right. you don't have people in, the, in, in, in situations that can give you the foresight, the information. Uh, but they got they Jimmy. We got Jimmy. They, <laughs> but they have an experience to give to me. You know, hey. going through the phases of my college NBA career then post my NBA career. So a lot of stuff I learned on the fly, a lot of stuff I learned because I have mentors in the league. But to, if I reflect back to where I'm at, it was challenges along the way. You know, getting to the NBA, going through my injury, um, then reinventing myself, trying to figure out a role, um, you know, with different teams dealing with the mental mindset of being one type of player at one point in your career compared to being another type. So all of these things, you know, go on, but in life, you got to figure out how to navigate it because I don't care what profession you're in. It's never going to be perfect. 
Right. Everybody that's wants right. this scripted life that says this is going to happen. You're going to be successful. Make up uh, it. Life don't work like that. So right. if you don't figure out, the sooner you figure out how to navigate through the negativity, through ups and downs, through turmoil, through disappointments, the better off you be because it's all in your mind. It's how you view things. If you view it as being real messed up, or then that's how it's going to be. Okay. So as we bring it full circle to where I'm at now, yeah. I've worked a long time to get. Yeah. To be able to be on Turner and TNT. It just didn't happen last year. This was in process five, six years ago when I kept pounding the door about, okay, one day I want to do and call NBA game. Mm. It just didn't pop out of nowhere. But at the same time, I had to be ready. So when they said, yes, we want you to be a part of our broadcasting team, my game had to be tight. I had to be at a point that I could do my job the best of my ability. and They would feel comfortable putting me on the air. Hence is how I got here. You know, who would have thought? Now, man, what you talking about? (laughs) Yeah, Jay, you carrying us with you. You carrying the city and you in the bubble in Orlando, Florida. And you know how Jesse is. He's real calm and collective right now. I got got a a question. Yeah, I know he do. We we excited, Jay. It's that in the room. Hey, Jimmy, uh, I know you went from the Big Ten Network and then you went to uh, Fox Sports 1 with uh, the Big Three. And now uh, with with uh, Turner and and uh, the NBA. Now, what what was the process uh, from going from Big Ten to Fox Sports One to where you are now? Great question. Well, it's funny because when I retired, I didn't think about broadcasting, but a broadcasting <laughs> coach, right? Uh, I mean, a broadcasting agent approached my basketball agent probably before I retired and, and asked him, "Did I would you know what I want to be in the broadcasting?" He said, "We'll broach that subject when the time comes." So I retired. Ooh. Spoke to this agent. Big Ten Network just began in 2007. He said it'd be right in your backyard. I'm like, man, I don't know. I've been away from college for a long time. I don't know the guy. He said, just go do an interview. You make. Is it, you went to Ohio State. You're a Big Ten legend. You just go. So I went took the took the interview and I said, okay, this could be cool. You know, hired a broadcasting coach and I started. But keep in mind, Fox owns 51% of the Big Ten Network. And I'm going to see how that works together. So for seven, eight years, I, I was able to hone my craft with the Big Ten Network. I mean, driving across the country, getting rented cars, going to games, right. flying on small planes. I mean, whatever it took because I wanted to be the best the at grind. what I do. The, the grind. The grind. So hey. It wasn't just – it just happened. So those eight years, I was able to really craft – out who I was going to be as a broadcaster, be able to be in pole position at the Big Ten as the lead broadcaster for some most of the bigger games that we've had, okay? So then I started doing some radio stuff, but the Fox opportunity came along in 2013 when Fox started a um, um, a TV show called Fox Sports One. Yeah. Okay, that kind of competed a little bit against ESPN, ESPN2. Mm-hmm. And I told my agent, I said, listen, I'm watching the show. I got a break in December. Get me on the show. Call over there and get me on. Just get mm. me on the show. Wow. So I was able to get there. We, You know, I, I did, you know, America's pregame at the time, hosted by Mike Hill. I did sports, Fox Sports 1 at night. I said, just give me the opportunity to be on TV and show what I could do on a bigger stage. I got it. They mm-hmm. kept inviting me back. Eventually... Fox got the Big East contract 
on TV, kind of like um, the Big Ten. Right. So I started doing, this is ironic, the first national Fox game mm. I did. Wow. It was Ohio State at Marquette. And it wasn't because <laughs> I was from Ohio State. It was because Bill Raftery, wow. couldn't, who was our lead broadcaster, couldn't do the game. Mm. Whoa. So that's how things kind of fall in place. So I'm doing right. Fox yeah. Sports 1 now. I'm doing Big East. I'm doing Big Ten. I do Westwood 1 for the tournament. Now, this is how t- the TNT ties in in CBS. And that's at radio. The tournament right. every year, I would see everybody from TNT, you know, Charles, Right. Grand Hill, but I would see the executives who are head of talent at turn. Tom and Heights. I know them. Tom Heights. Yep. What time was there? But my girl, <laughs> uh, Tara August. Oh, so, she's still there. Yeah. So I would always talk to Tara about if there's ever an opportunity yeah. for me to be able to work with Turner, I would love to do it. But keep in mind that when I talk about inventory of games, it's not a lot. That means that Turner, Thursday and Saturday, that's only four games, okay, a okay. week. And you only have two crews that do those games. You know, your East Coast crew and West Coast crew, 18 B team. Same thing with ESPN, Wednesday, Friday. So you don't have a lot of inventory of games where you can have a lot of crews to do these, call these games outside of doing the playoff. So it wasn't really a slot for me, other than maybe doing some commentating on NBA TV. Long story short, a couple years ago, they came out with players only. Right, right. Okay. And that was on a Tuesday. So that opened up a 10-11 game window for another crew to do those games, and that's how I finally got in. Mm. So that's how – that's and again, I started this in 07. Right. This is 2020. Oh, 13 years. That's 13 yeah. years right. later. Yeah. yeah. That's what's you know? called the grind, and I love that you talk about that, Jimmy. This is Leah Renee again um, because we all know, and especially, like, I went to school for broadcast journalism, and so I know the grind myself. I've been grinding ever since um, my baby was born, and that was 14 years ago. So it's been, mm-hmm. you know, and now we're, you know, I'm, I'm, I see it growing and growing and growing now, so it's definitely about the grind. So I'm going to say to you what you said to that other person, you know, just get me on the show, Jimmy. Like, give me a cameo. <laughs> just right. get me on the show, Jimmy. You know, coach, I could come coach, in and put me in the game. Right. Put me Period, in the game. Coach, Miss Leah Renee can come put co-host and 419 Grind Productions can, you know, handle that whole production side of it. And just for one episode, just, you know, put us in the game. Coach. I got your luggage, game. big dog. Priest <laughs> got your bag. But but also, um, you know, you're a Libra, Jimmy. Your birthday's coming hey. up October 14th. You're going to be 50, right? Hey. Hey. And you look like you're 21. So yeah, what you going to be doing for uh, your 50th birthday? How you celebrating your birthday? I'm gonna have a cigar in my mouth with some rum, scotch, <laughs> or something. I could, t- you know, it's funny because I'm not a big. I've had birthday parties before, but that really ain't my thing. I just like to chill, right? Like last year, um, I just happened to be in New York, and it was a, it was a Big East Media Day, and I said, "Bug it, I'm going to Rome." I just went to Rome by myself and just wow. chill. Yeah, I saw those wow. pictures. Um, amazing, amazing pictures that you I posted could, too. Yeah, because I love history. So, but. This year is a little different because of COVID, because right, the travel right. restrictions, yeah. the travel bans. You know, you can't go to Europe. So, I don't know. I may take a trip down to Mexico because it's open. Right. Or I might just chill and enjoy it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I kind of go by the moment. I'm not a planner like that for my birthday. Yeah. I just like peace of mind. Yes. You yes. know, I if I could, wherever I can, I can find that. that. 
That's where I'll be. I can dig that. Well, happy birthday to you from from Appreciate us over it. here at the Rise and Grind Morning Show. And Jay, it. it's rock, man. The, the social media, you'll be able to see this. And Jesse, and because you know him, man, he didn't went, he didn't did this thing up. So what we would ask. Uh, just as you talk about putting us in, you in the game. Once you look back at it, man, share it on your platforms. That you know, we we got a chance to be in the bubble with you. And as Leah would say, man, you uh, you about to be fifty. You got Dre Sav, and y'all know some of the same flow. Jesse, know you. The listeners that's listening, uh, and I know, like, and I had a chance to speak with you uh, a few weeks ago. So, with that being said, what what did you want to say about that, Jimmy? As far as What's up, everybody that's listening? Give them that, Jay. Give them that what's up. Because like you said, I'm 50. <laughs> so it's a different kind of hello. You know what I'm saying? And they listening and they viewing this live, man. No other place in the country. You got Jesse in Toledo created the number one urban radio podcast in the country, man. Yeah, well, that just shows, too, that and congrats on that, that Thank it you, can sir. be done and that it has, but, it, you know, it has purpose. See, yes. my, yeah. my whole thing is you, you do things in life to have purpose to yes. affect other yes. people. Right. You know, indirect, directly or indirectly. And a lot of times you do it and you do it without wanting to be prayed for. It. Exactly. You know, a lot of people do things to say, look, this is what I've done. I've done this. I've done this. I need a pat on the back where the real people that move in silence do it behind the scenes and they affect people and they allow those people that have been affected to talk about the benefits of being associated with a particular individual. Yes. And that's how I've always operated. Um, I would say this, that activism um, in today's world, understanding social reform, to me what's really big is educational reform because going to Nathan Hale, mm-hmm. going then going to DeVoe, then going to Matcomer, it's a lot of stuff that was left on the table as far as historical contents and contextual contents on African-American history, on what is really being taught, what's the truth. Right. So we got American history that only teaches us so many things. Right. I learned a lot of my education and secondarily by reading other books. Right. And the issue is that when you grow up as a young child, a minority child, you're being taught a history that's skewed towards white America. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Right. Yep. So what develops is an inferiority complex because you're viewed as less than because in history, we only get taught certain things that African-Americans did accomplish when it's so much more. Whereas with white Americans, everything there is basically built around the premise that white America is a superior class. It may not say it so far, but the way history dictates it, it shows it. And that's an effect on how kids grow up, either i.e. white kids maybe feel that they're more powerful, more mm-hmm. secure, uh, more intelligent. Um, they ha- And while minority children are now feeling that they're not as intelligent, right. their worth is not as much. So then that's where you get into the race of or the race relations or lack thereof of those kind of relationships. That's why kids when they're younger are influenced more than anything to say, Hey, I don't like you because you did something to me, not because you're black or white or brown or whatever it is. You have to be taught racism. And that happens a lot, not only in the household, but also in education. So 
my thing is educate yourself, learn, because if you mm -hmm. want to be active in the community, if you want to give back, there's a lot of ways to give back, but you give back in between the ears to these young, to the next generation, that will prepare them to do something special. So, it's not always I'm yes. giving money, but what kind of time and education are you giving them to yes. be able to grow their minds right. and do something really productive once they get, you know, get older. And that's what we're talking about. And that's why just sitting in the room, we thank you. Yeah, uh, thank for, you so much. For giving us your time, Jay. Yeah. I mean, because like you said, you see the grind, and that's why it's the 419 grind. You respect it. You're doing it. Man, you staying well. You staying healthy. Uh, and that's what it's all about. And those that's listening in, we thank you for listening in. To he, We in the bubble with Jay. Yes. It, it, it's an with, honor. Man, and they about to start back up, so we know you will get back at it and don't want to take too much of your time. Go Celtics. <laughs> uh, hey, you know, honestly, though, I love I love the Celtics. I don't know if this is the year yet for the Celtics. He didn't set up now, JJ. Uh, you didn't got Jesse up now. You know, he, I, I know. He's it, sitting it up. Seems like it seems like they're missing. I don't know what it is. <clears throat> Maybe it's interior presence, and, and I like, um, you know, Cantor sometimes when he comes in or. You know, but, you know what it is, Jimmy? They need a big, well, a true big. Well, well, but here, here's the thing: big in today's game is different. Oh, right, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, the center position is not really. So, Rudy Gobert found the spot because mm, of how yes. Donovan Mitchell played. They played right. the pick Absolutely. and roll. It works because he's a shot blocker. Uh, Daniel Theus the is, is he's yep. good, um, and I love what he does because he picks and pops. But I still think they're about a year away from mm. really. Because Toronto is really good, bro. Yeah, I mean, so, what they've been able to do this year without Kawhi, Danny, man, they work, guys. But they, they, they you're talking about the grind. They remind <laughs> me a lot yeah. of the 2010 Detroit Pistons. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Where it was just no thrills. They <laughs> beat you up on defense. They <laughs> right. score. They had a you know a, a really high quality bench, and they had great coaching. You know, and everybody knew their role. That's why they're going to be so tough for Milwaukee now. I tell you what, this Toronto Miami series. Okay, okay, because so, they so, shooters, they got shooters. So give me that, Jay. So it's sad, man. So look, with all that said, then who who doesn't have anything missing? I mean, everybody's got they, they mm. have a need, but in your mind, who is the front runner then? Because I suspect it, it may not be the Lakers, because I don't think this is a situation where you're going to see what people expect to see because of the nature of how the competition is going off. There are uh, peripheral elements that aren't there obviously, and so this is all about basketball at this point and skill set and mindset probably more than anything. So with that, who's the favorite in Jim Jackson's mind? I, the favorite to me is, is LeBron, is the Lakers from this perspective. You about to do and that, Jay? No, no. And the reason why is not a talent thing. Okay. Because the Clippers have more talent. Right, right, right. Collectively, if they come together, I think the Clippers are the most talented team. But I, to me, the team that wins this one has to avoid a major injury to one of their players. Oh, right. Okay. Great but point. second, but second, this is about the mental grind. Thank you. Because if you if you win this title, right, you're going to be here until early October, mid October. That's mental. See, when it starts to get monotonous, mm, right. it starts to get old. You start oh. to get tired about being in the bubble. You start to complain about it. Do you have leadership within that locker room that keeps you focused on the goal at hand? Expected, and there's no better leader unexpected. in the game than LeBron James. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it may it may not be the most talented team that wins it. It may be the team with the most mental fortitude 
to stay connected and focused to go through the grind to win it. That's that's why I say LeBron James. Talent-wise, no doubt it's the Clippers. No doubt it's the Clippers. Because when they're on, they're on. But you're going to need a leader that's going to be able to navigate the challenges when guys want to check out mentally. And it's one person that does that better than anybody. And, that, and, and that's the kid from Akron, Ohio. True oh! And with that, Jim, so with that said, because this is another thing I've heard, I felt it. And, and thank you for confirming that, too, because I got some family members that keep arguing <laughs> me with, with about yeah. that very point and okay. why it is what it is, right? So with that said, should this and it can't I mean, this is a hypothetical, but should this actually count more in the psyche and the respect that say the Lakers win this? This man wins this under these conditions. I almost want to count it. I used to say it counts as two championships in a way oh. and that respect that he doesn't okay. get in terms of what he's done. This, that three titles, four titles, six titles, all that. You win this more respect well, in, in your well, yeah. mind. Well, you know, it's, it's a different, it's a different, it's a different, uh, Viewpoint, and I right. and I like it because we've always said, look, whoever wins this title looks is it's totally different. You don't have home court advantage, but at the same time, you're not traveling either. Right. Okay. So the grind is not there in regards to getting on the plane. Even though, come on, let's be honest, we you know teams got private planes, bro. Right. It, 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 it ain't all that bad. Okay? Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, but going up bad. in the air and traveling, it still it taxes yeah. you. It's still a taxing you know, on it, your, your it, body. It does tax. It does tax you, but it's. Listen, when I first got in the league, man, we flew commercial. So okay, I okay, about, okay. About, uh, the travel. We right. just had to get up on the first flight the next morning. It was a back-to-back and fly. So I ain't going to hear that part. <laughs> For um, sure. It must be nice. But, no, no, it is nice. <laughs> listen, 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 I ain't wouldn't change it for the world. But, <laughs> but, you know, LeBron, I mean, listen, man, it, it's, so much, it's so much more that goes into winning basketball at this level. And at this level, being in the bubble, not having your home environment, again, is it different? Yeah, but the world is different right now. It's not like sports is the only thing that changed and got affected by corona. Everything we do is different. Yes. Okay? So so everybody had to make the adjustment. Does, do I get an asterisk on my life now because corona Ooh. took me out of being in the studio? Ooh, okay. I can't do this. No. That's part of life. Right. That's what happens and when you live grind. long enough. You go encounter something. So I don't look at it. I look at it even more so as a, um, you know, kind of a mark, a star. Uh, I don't whatever you want to pin up to it. Right. Because this is a different mental challenge than you ever seen before. So Strong, you can't man. take anything yeah. away from the team that ultimately walks away with the championship. Yeah, no, and, that, and that's exactly what I was saying. Exactly, should it count for yep. more? You know what I'm saying? It should count for more because I, I of these don't, I don't know if it count. I don't know yeah. if it counts for more, but it damn sure don't cost count for less. Right, <laughs> exactly. There you go. So, there we're on the same page. We're on the same page. So, yeah. so yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, yeah. when when the Celtics win, when the championship, wait a minute, wait a minute. When the Celtics win and they beat the Lakers in the finals. I don't want to hear anybody mm-hmm. say anything about an asterisk. See or, what you're walking into, wait Jay. Minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Right, right. I don't want to hear anything. Hear nothing, no right? complaints right. because the La- the Celtics is a true team. They have team basketball like, like nobody else is playing right now. So when they win the championship. So and, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Who is their leader? Who is oh. their leader? They, no, no, that's the thing. You remember the 2004 Detroit Pistons? 
Who was their yeah. leader? I mean, two, I mean, two thousand four. Yeah, sorry, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. He had you. He got your back. Yeah, I got he your caught back. the assist when you said ten. Where, where to get me? Where to get me? I, I threw it at your feet, bro. I right, right. My bad. Chauncey was. Was Chauncey really the leader? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, big yes, shot. Man, period. On the court, yeah, right? So that's where else you want him to be? I'm just saying. Okay, we got. No, that, he, 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 but he wasn't that outspoken vocal leader. Right. Thank right. you. Leader. Right. Okay. And so so I would say Kimba may be that person mm. in the locker room on the right. court. Mm. Okay. You know, that. But in this situation here, you still have young guys on the wing, still trying to figure out. I love Marcus Smart is kind of the guy. That's why I was he's the that, vocal leader. He, oh, wait, but he, no, no, he, but he leads more by example. Go too, get it. Like, he get in that grind. His grind, he, yeah. I love, I love to have That's my guy. Marcus Smart on my team. Absolutely. You know, because he goes and get, gets it every night. I like what you said, you know Jimmy. What I, mean? I like what you said. I like the Toronto and Miami because no. Miami. Now, now I don't. I'm. I don't have a dog in the fight. But what to Jimmy's point? Miami got straight three point man. They coming off the pick strap. Y'all play defense. Yeah, but but see, but see, they, they play defense, but they're still young. Yeah, in the mentality of how to win. See, it's a difference between winning in the regular season and winning a seven game series against the okay? former world and the last year's champion too. Yeah, exactly. So. You, you, that's why you see a lot of young teams struggle at the beginning of the cycle of their growth mm. because they don't know how to win that yet. Okay? Especially if you haven't won before. I covered Duncan Robinson when he came to Michigan and played. I covered Kendrick Perkins when he was at Illinois before he went to um, Oakland. Myers Leonard when he was at Illinois. So I know a lot of these players. Yeah. Okay? So Jimmy Butler's leader, you have you down on you you down as Haslam, who's the ultimate leader. Yes, sir. But their core is still young, young. in some aspect. Bam out of bio is young. So knowing, yes, everybody wants to win, but knowing how to win separates Ooh. a championship team from a team that's just trying to compete. That's the difference. Absolutely. And that's why you see a lot of young team teams that have a young core, they you're like, damn, they're talented, but they struggle with how to win and close out games. But the only way you learn that is to go through it, go through those disappointments, go through those tough losses, and then you grow from it. And that's what's and that's what is so interesting that you you say that because even Sav, like Milwaukee was playing and I think it might have been the Clippers and the and it wasn't before it started, but they didn't have they just kept trying to go in to uh Giannis and they didn't have nobody and you they didn't have nobody else to win. So when Jimmy talk about is you can have all the talent, you can have the shooters, but can you win when it's time to mm-hmm. win? Can you buckle down Drake and Jesse and get a win? And even with the Celtics, and I, I yep. and I love the game. Yep. Who can buckle down and yep. say it's time to yep. go? And well, we know we ain't got to really <laughs> figure it out because JJ there, that's your team. So and Dre, you you know LA Lakers, you know. So we got people that's gonna pay attention to see if any of that is true. And I don't have a dog in the fight. Exactly. Said, well, who, do you, who do you want to win? I said, I don't care. I just want to see – I want to see the best two teams play, whoever the best two teams are. Yeah. That's all I want to see. Right, right. You know, I, I, I don't – I'm not – I want to see the Lakers. I want to see the no, – I don't care. When it was when it was Golden State and, and, and Cleveland going back-to-back to back to finals, people was like, well, I'm tired of them. I'm like, well, you tired of seeing championship good, teams? Good play? basketball. <laughs> Good right. basketball. I mean, I know, but I know you have your favorite, and I don't have favorites. So I love to see the best at the best compete, and whoever can get there to prove themselves that they belong there, then okay, 
Let's make it happen. Let's see what goes down. That's what I'm talking. See, that's the Jay we know. See, that's that's what this grind is right here. That's why we. That's why this opportunity is so great. And and uh, man, we cannot get like I was like Leah, uh, getting a little tongue tied having you, man. And again, uh, the city is just glad that you get a chance to see it. You're gonna bring that back to us. We definitely gonna have you back to tell us more about it. And and just want to thank you for your time, man. Because what time is it there? Same Same thing. Man. I mean, I'm, I'm see, last time, last time you called me, I think I was back at home in LA. Okay, it was early. Yeah, yeah. But here, you know, here it is. Man, I'm about to go golfing, bro. That's all you can really because I don't want to. Again, I, I just hang around here during most of the game. You know, when the games were playing, just watch basketball. That's all it was. And I go golfing. You know, see where my boy Jeets, uh, Greg Anthony, some other cats here. We just go play. It's easy. You it's... walk right to the court. Later on, have some rum, have a little cigar, two or three, whatever it may be, and enjoy the moment, man. So it's all good. And that's and you you get that, man. And you you there kind of in a semi vacation. So definitely want you mm-hmm. to uh, just enjoy that and. Uh, Thank you. It's a beautiful thing, man. We've been talking to the great Jim Jackson people, Ohio State legend, man, NBA veteran, man, accomplished professional, state champion. Don't forget that. My ex-teammate, all that mentor. Oh, I didn't tell him. First, I didn't tell him how he helped me. The though. first, I didn't tell the, him. first the first city. Put yeah, that the fir- in there. The first yeah, city. the first city first school, school to get that. Okay, we yeah, the, we don't want we oh. don't want to discount. Oh, so that. we ain't got to go yeah. if you're trying to go in there, cause let them know. Let them know where it is. Oh, he said, let's go there. Then yeah, act like they forgot. So, Sometimes they act like they forgot. Look, you didn't re- look minute, now you just said now you just set him up. Now Jay, they in here. You're gonna be able to look in the room shortly. Wait a minute. When did Matt Cumber win the state championship? Hey, what are you 89. talking about? 89. I'm, I'm, I'm asking the question. Hey, look, they both look great. Savage. I didn't know if you meant that. No, no, no. Because I, I, I remember. Who, who, who asked that question? Jesse asked that question. <laughs> I remember when y'all won the state championship. That's the first time I met you, Jimmy. When uh, After y'all won the state championship, I was in sixth grade. Wow. Uh, fifth grade, actually. And uh, you came to my, 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 my classroom. And I'm like, man, that's the great Jimmy Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you was a high school student. I was an elementary kid, so I was like, this is a celebrity. Man. So eventually, eventually, you know, uh, I started going to the Catholic club with my dad. Yeah. Yep. And uh, yep. that's when I, I said, man, these guys, it was Jimmy Jackson. It was Kelvin Ramsey. It was uh, Dennis mm-hmm. Hobson. It was uh, my Bro. dad playing. Bro. Man, it was it was man, like walking in the high school when he was there. He was already celebrity. Like I'm gonna tell man, look, man, since look, we got look, the time to minute, tell you no. before he go, man. I'm no, he said rock. Some, he said right. He said he got golf. This is he bouncing a different ball uh, right now. I, I, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> look, let me let me let me say something. Hey, listen, listen. The golf course ain't going nowhere. That's right. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You rocking with us now? Let me let me tell you about my experience at the Catholic club. Okay. See, you you got a preference. People don't understand what the Catholic Club meant to hooping back in the day. Right. That, okay, so, you go out so let you preference, because we heard it, Toledo. You, yeah, you got to say it. You got to say it, though. Well, actually, that's what got my motivation, okay? Um, when I was younger, that's why I used, my mom used to, between the boys' club and the Catholic Club, my mother worked at LOF downtown. So okay. she would drop me off at the, it's a summer program. Sometimes we would go in the winter, too, um, on the weekend. But it would drop me off. At the Catholic club. So at the Catholic club, you had A group, B group, C group, depending on your mm-hmm. age. Yep, yep, yep. You go swimming, you do all that kind of stuff, and then you had gym. But as you got away from it, one time we created a, like Myron Watkins, um, my boy <laughs> Damon Smith. Um, Big shout out to the fellas. 
to the, to all these guys created this little basketball team, older guys. Yeah. Well, the younger guys, we couldn't play. So we created our own little team. <laughs> so we would play against them, right? And But they would never let me play because mm. I was too young. I said, all right, all right. So that gave me the motivation. So when I finally got a chance to play at the Catholic Club my freshman, sophomore year, I was giving it to him. But then, <laughs> but then here's a funny story. My freshman year, when I started varsity, I'm playing point guard. We playing Bowser. Myron Watkins was point guard for Bowser. I had that game circled. We playing the game. I'm giving it to him. And then during a, it was a free throw or something. I said, see, you remember that time y'all wouldn't let me play with y'all at the Catholic Club? <laughs> that, that's why you're getting it right now. Yeah. I said, and that, but that Cap Catholic Club gave me the motivation because those guys were older. And I said, man, if I could play with those guys, I'm going to be good. Man, that's, I'm that's, be good. And, and that's, that's exactly that, that's that was my experience going yeah. to the Catholic Club. But that's what it was like, though. It was serious business in yeah, there, though. Yeah. What he's saying. But then as you say that, yeah, he was good. So getting to high school and seeing this cat, knowing that coming in, though, that he was all that. And now that I have the opportunity to tell you, man, this is the thing. I watched this cat being the white hot glare, and I often, I often tell people this. Now I don't know if he'll if he'll acknowledge this or even accept it. But this man was LeBron before it was LeBron. Oh, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, yeah, in yeah. terms of him being, and he was bigger and stronger than everybody. But his footwork, he was graceful. He moved silky, and how he did things though. And he talk about cerebral. So, so I'm letting you know this since I thought it would be another day, but since it's here and the Lord is is moving, you know what I'm saying? I watched you, man. I watched you handle attention i watched espn come around you made everybody in that program feel like we all feel like we better ball players because we was in the situation with you that attitude you brought from the catholic club you reigned over the scott bulldogs respect to them all man i love them boys but in the four years that jim jackson was on the scene it was a rough <laughs> he get it. when he we get came it. through you understand me and he knew that and it was yeah. a mind thing right like he said it was a mental thing and he had that edge over people man i just want to congratulate you because young kids don't see that example you don't get enough credit for what you did do and how cold your game was because of the injury and after that then all the teams and this and that and they try to talk like you was a lesser player because of that some people do but those of us who understand what's really going on man shots and respects to you man love brother peace and blessing cover on you and your whole life man and with everything you've done man in the city whoever got something crazy to say man you wear it powerful come, come see bro. you dre about jimmy man, it's, <laughs> hey, but it's cool thing, though man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be cool, no man. but you know what's you know what's you know what's you know what's interesting is this is that i was blessed dre you know this this i had my challenges like my freshman year it wasn't easy because when the truth real talk when i when i came in as a freshman i started jv and um we're playing at Lyria. I mean, no, we're playing Willard, Ohio. <clears throat> Our JV game got done, and, you know, we lost. I'm at the end of the bench on varsity. Chester McFadden was kind of like the guy. Yep. We had – we had um, Chet. Who else? <laughs> Chet. Yeah, Chet was kind of like the guy. But then we had Keith McClure, oh. who was one of the starting point guards. Okay, Keith. Um, we had Daryl – what was Daryl's name? Uh, um, Jughead. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So we had guards that were seniors. So I'm on the bench. Yeah. I'm clowning. I ain't getting in the game. We losing. Then Schroeder calls me. It's like, get in the game. I'm like, huh? <laughs> it's it's like, like, you, you talking to me? You said, be yeah, ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, so I jumped in. He put me at the point. We ended up coming back. We didn't win. I had maybe six points, six rebounds, six, six something like that. So next day in school, 
we, you know, we out there. Then he's like, um, I, I want you to move up to varsity. I was like, what? I don't want to play hmm. varsity. He's like, why not? I said, oh. because I don't want to sit on the bench. I want to play with Craig McWhorter. I want to play with all my boys. Boys, yeah. Right. Right? He was like, no, I want you to move to So I'm pissed. I have no choice. <laughs> yeah. I have no choice. And everybody looking at you like, what, Jay, what up? He said, like, all right, but he's moving on to varsity because Keith McClure's Kevin. Kevin played varsity this yep. freshman year, so did Chester. So it wasn't no big thing. I'm like, all right, I'm on the bench. We go to Elyria. We're playing. We're in the locker room. I'm watching. Just got done watching JV squad lose. We in the locker room. I'm sitting there, you know, like man, I'm be on the bench. He put the starting lineup on the board. Oh man, that was my name. Oh, Not only was my man. name on there, it was at point guard. Okay, so that means Kevin and Jughead, the guys that were seniors, were now regulated to a back <laughs> more of a backup role. So wait, Jimmy, you felt like this? You, you felt like this? <laughs> no, no, I was like, I, I knew the attitude. I knew it would cause problems. problems right. You because knew it was they, coming. Because they, they seniors. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yep. They seniors. They're like, man, we grinded all the time. They yeah. got the freshmen who ain't played. Now you go start him over us. Woo. So I had to deal with that <laughs> for, for Mental. Most of my freshman year. But here's the difference. And Dre understands this. I continued to put in the work, and then it got to a point where they couldn't deny it. Right. Mm. Okay, so I ended up Whoa. averaging 16, 17 points mm. my, my, my freshman year. But I had some – but we ended up going to the regional finals, okay, yeah. against Oberlin because we were Division two that year. They Expect, miscounted our boys. Unexpected. So we missed the state finals going to the state my freshman year. But I was the point guard. Mm. So and I so it's funny how things work, you know. But during my high school career, because of all of us, think about this, bro. Move David Smith, Myron Bell. Oh Cooper, man, Batman. oh man. Yeah. Okay. All of them were my rivals because they went to King. I went to Nathan Hale. They went to Robinson. I went to the boat. Okay. But then we ended up saying, man, why don't we just go to Macomer together? Because mm -hmm. Bubby, Bubby was there. Football Shout coach. out to Bub. He yeah. listening. Bub. So I played football with them my, my freshman year. Yeah. And tell so, him how he took you off the football because you could have been tight in. You could have been Gronk on him. Okay. You could have yeah, did the Gronk. Yeah, I was pretty good at football. <laughs> <laughs> Mick Earl going to have to get some of this. You got to get some of this to Mick Earl now. You got to get Earl, some of this. Earl, 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 you going to have to get some of this to the juice C, now. And Mr. C was involved. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah, so, but that's how we got together at Matcom because we were rivals. But we said, you know what? We'd be better off going, instead of them going to Scott, me going to Developers, we went to Matt Cummer. And then I was blessed that my teammates were who they were in order for us to win. It was a grind, bro. Freshman year, Ooh. make it to the regional finals. I'm thinking, oh, we every year. Well, the next year, we lose to Libby in the district finals. Mm. Shout out to okay? the Cowboys. It's, you know, my junior, year, my junior year, when, I mean, my sophomore year, we lose to Whitmer. My junior year, we lose to Libby. But then finally, my senior year, we get to the point where everything comes together. Number one team in the state. And be so people don't understand the Cincinnati Whooper game. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. I had 28, 29. Well, I don't know, 25. I don't know. What you know, was. you know. No, no, seriously. <laughs> it was 20 something. I know that. <laughs> all right, but, all right, all right. But if, if it wasn't for David Smith, who got hot in the second half, right. we don't win that game. Tell them, man. So it's you, you see what I'm saying? It, 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 it's the little things like that. Yeah, I may have gotten a lot of the credit, but 
James Wright played well. Donnie Dobbs, Donnie Dobbs was the assassin. They, yeah. they, David, David, the way he played, he was our Marcus Smart in regards to enthusiasm on the court. Talk crazy stuff all the time. <laughs> mm. But we needed him. So when Dre talked about the team and the people and the makeup, and even Schroeder had his part from the mental perspective then how to approach the field. Jackson wasn't in the field. He was like, field. Yeah. Always talking about the mental part. So when I look back at it, I've been I've always been blessed, like at Ohio State, and especially in high school, to have great teammates. More importantly, great friends. You know Ooh, what I mean? Solid. And that's 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 what's important. Speak, speaking of teammates, when you went to Dallas and there was Jason Kidd, uh, then you had Jamal Mashburn. I, I thought that, okay, this is about to be uh, a great Western Conference uh, uh, come up right. for the Dallas Mavericks. Mm-hmm. What was the dynamic between you you three? I mean, I've heard Did some you- things. And, I, and I, you know, we talked about it before uh, outside of uh, this uh, atmosphere. But what was the dynamic between you, Jason, and Jamal? Well, here's the thing. I was the first one there, and then Jamal. <laughs> no, no. But, but I want to do it in chronological chronological order because you, right. you got to understand the context. Right. Okay. I got drafted in 92. Jamal was 93. Jason was 94. Yep. Jamal and I played together his rookie year, my second year. Mm-hmm. Then Jason came. All this stuff. I mean, I've been through the story 18,000 yeah, right. million times. Right, right. They, everybody want to say <laughs> – Oh, well, it was Tony Braxton. Man, come on, man. Cut the game. It ain't had nothing Toledo. To do with it. Uh, period. It okay, then. It, it ain't had nothing to do with that. <laughs> right. The time I was there, Jason, Jamal, and I never played 82 games together. Yeah. I got hurt my third year, 51 games into the season. Mm-hmm. That's Jason's rookie year. The next year, Jamal gets hurt 20-some-odd games with his mm-hmm. knee. Yeah. Then the following year, we all get traded. Yeah. Mm. So we never played. Now, couple that with... I had, during my five-plus years, three different ownership groups, four different coaches. Yeah. And that equals instability. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was the issue with the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. If we didn't have a stable franchise and injuries cost us from kind of growing together. Yeah, we had our individual things going on here, there, but every team got that. But you're able to get through that if you have the right type of management. I don't care if that's business. The business of basketball, the business of healthcare, the business of technology. Preach. If your upper management is not stable, it's going to affect your product, right. which happens to be the players on the court. And that's bottom line what happened in Dallas. Uh, dig that. Talking to Jim Jackson here all morning, people. This is a serious exclusive. Jim, real quick before we get out of here with you, man, because I didn't think I'd get a chance to say it. And God may never give me a chance again. Because I do want to ask you this. I don't know if you remember this. We talking. I'm going to spin it back to high school real quick. And you talking about Schroeder and how he used to do things. Now think about the open gym structure. And I have to say this too because the result, and I'm going to talk about basketball and just a long story short, what it did for, for my life. If I don't play basketball, I don't get to Defiance College or anything else in the rest is history, yada, yada. I'm probably out here in the street. So that's key. This I want to say the game of basketball. So spin it back to Schroeder's Open Gym. And you know he would pick four captains, and then everybody would be on the wall, right? If I'm, Let me make sure I'm clear on that. Is that your recollection? You remember how Open Gym used to go? Yeah. So there was one time, I'm thinking, I'm probably a freshman. I'm coming off of... Maybe a sophomore, but I'm coming off of two getting cut twice at Old West End. So I ain't played nothing. Earl gave me the look. I ain't played no ball. So I got the Mac come. Earl let me play okay. and brought me in. So we had this open gym. Jim, do you remember, man, one time you picked first pick in the open gym 
you pick me, bro, to start the team. I don't know if you recall that, but certainly I never forget it. <laughs> Absolutely. You understand me? And so, and you are, I told you one time I was going to tell you, you know what I'm saying, what that did because right there started something, man. <laughs> and I'm sitting here right now, you know what I'm saying, without the game, I'm not sure what my life is. But I didn't Ooh. have no belief in my game or nothing. But then on top of that, I knew I was running with you. And, and I, when you, you know, know I was running. Ter- but I didn't have what he said. I didn't have time to be terrified. Jesus, I was terrified. Yeah. But I knew not to drop. If he throw you that ball, if he drop, you don't drop that ball. You know what I'm saying? You, you understand what I'm saying? It's yeah. that thing. Because I'm out here because you had that kind of energy. I just want to thank you, man, for that. Like I said, I don't know if you had no recollection of that. <laughs> but that's really real. That's, it, it's, that's a pivotal and seminal moment as I sit here, man. As a grown man, I ain't much younger than you. You know what I'm <laughs> right. saying? Yeah, as you yeah. approach that 50 and that 5 I'm mm-hmm. hoping I see that boy in a minute. Right? But I'm just saying, man, I just want to thank you for that, man. And like I said, and, and salute. You know what I'm saying? That energy, man. Because I'm not sure why you did that. You know, I don't know why you did that. <laughs> but you know I'm saying? You should have won the last pick. No, <laughs> oh, just, no I should have been. He was, he was giving hey, Jesse, it's don't do that. that. Pick, Jesse. Jesse. It's supposed to be that. Don't do that, that Jesse. Maybe, but, man, look, Jimmy, before, hey, you, before you say anything, maybe Jimmy saw you, the other three, uh, open gyms that you were going to, and you kept getting picked last. And Jimmy was like, "You know what? He had to feel sorry. <laughs> it had to be so- just a, hey, but it's supposed to be the last." And thing, you know, bro. and, to and that he kicked point, it off. And that's why this is so great, because Jimmy, that's what Jesse just did, man. Jesse put the put the wheels together and brought the team. And when we get a chance to bring, because I, I like what I like that lane right there of the chemistry and being set. Because yeah. when little Jerry, now he's about to go get some of that. Little Jerry's about to do that, Jimmy. Being with yeah. the team and his dad. Well, listen, yeah. listen. And before I get out of here, let me say this. And Dre, that's a great story. And true, true, because it's that person that believes in you when you kind of don't believe in yourself. You just confirmed so, it. It's and, confirmed. And, and it's, like, it's, like, it's like what Schroeder did with me when he said no. Expect I see more in unexpected. you than you see in yourself. That's why I'm going to push you. So the, my, my, mm. my defining point was after my freshman year, like Melvin Newburn at the time was the Ooh, guy. Okay? Give him that then, Jake. So I used to go ride by Melvin's house when he lived on, <laughs> off of Oakwood, okay, mm. and Forest. So <laughs> I would go Say it, Jake. by there Expect the Melvin unexpected. became my mentor. So Melvin would take me with him to Detroit on Sundays to go play. Oh. Okay? That's when I knew. When I was after my freshman year <laughs> – I would go to Detroit with him on Sundays and we would go play at St. Anne's against mm. all these dudes and I would finally get my chance to play and play well. You're talking about a confidence boost, right. but if it wasn't for Melvin who said, no, I'm going to take you. I got you. I'm a, are you rolling with me? That same thing, Dre, he saw something, Ooh. you know, that I had an opportunity to do. And by the way, that was the only time we lost to Scott too in my freshman year. Oh, <laughs> when, 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 when he was there, oh, okay. Yeah. But but it was a close game. But what I'm saying is, he took me under his wings at a young age and said, "This is what you need." I want instead of me telling you, I'm gonna show you mm. what it is in a different environment. And that right there in itself is always you can always. I think all of us can go back and point to a defining moment yes, in our sir. life for somebody just pulled our coattail or showed us something and said and gave us that confidence and a lot of times it's not in words it's in action 
that said, you know what, you can do it if you if you do this. So that's why I say, bro, I'm I'm so blessed. And when I reflect back on my life, on everything, the ups and downs, the disappointments, the injuries, but to be where I'm at in my life, I got peace. I got mm. peace of mind. Mm. And that's priceless. You yes. can never replace peace of mind. I don't care how much money you You got. can say that. You can say that. It's that. No, we got you. We got you. I was about to get Woodstock on you. No, yeah. no, it's cool. It's we, hey, we got you. I, I got you, big guy. Don't go but, nowhere. But, it, but you know, but... You, you, you just we, we put so much on to especially today with social media on how we got to impress people and who we need to be and and all of this and we forget the the basic essence of life which is to be happy mm. to have that peace of mind and if you don't have that you're going to always continue to search for something that's not there for somebody else to give you and fill that void mm. when you can't fill it yourself right and that's just my message to people i don't care what you do in your life Look, you what y'all got what y'all doing right now with this podcast is phenomenal. You know why? Because you got love behind it and that's something you want to do. Man. You know, and that is that that's yes. the essence of it. Yes. <laughs> you know what, Jimmy? So, uh, let me let me say something. Uh when we when I came to to Brooklyn, uh during the Big 3 championship in 2000, was that 18 that we saw you there? The first year, that first year. Yep, yep. Your first year. Was the first year, the second. Was the first year the second, second, year, second we were year in Brooklyn? Yep, the second okay. year was in Brooklyn. First year was in Detroit. Yeah, in Brooklyn, first. Well, the first year, yeah, we was in New York. We was in Madison Square Garden. Right, right. But go ahead. Yeah, but you're right. When I came there and and we talked about doing uh, a, a basketball league here, a three on three basketball league, and you gave me some 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 advice that I probably didn't take heed at the at the <laughs> at the at the at the moment. You told me uh, if I'm going to do this, surround myself with people who are going to have the same passion and vision for what you want to do. Not for people, not don't surround yourself with people that, that, uh, that, you know, or that, that, that wants to jump on board and, and are your friends and family because they don't have the same passion and vision as you. So I didn't take that. I didn't take heed and, and didn't listen at the time, but this time around, when I started the four one nine grind, started the podcast, you said, I said, you know what? I'm going to listen this time. And, and bring on people who I probably don't agree with all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> Personally. But I know their passion. I know their vision. And I know what to expect from them. They know what to expect from me. And that's why this thing is, is growing. And I, I just want to thank you for that advice. Even though those words probably didn't, didn't you didn't think it would make an impact, but it did. Mm. It made a huge impact mm. on what I do right now. I know you can't say nothing, Jenny. I know, brother. No, no much enough, man. <laughs> no, just, just respect, man. Respect, respect bro. You know what right. I'm saying? Respect. It's, it's all, it's all, man. And, and, and it's hey, all listen, good. If, if I didn't listen, oh, I he was eating. Oh, man, what you over there eating? Yeah, something. Listen, it's a, it's some advice I should have taken from people that I didn't. I thought I knew. Right. Then it came back later on. But that's what I got. Like I told my son, I said, listen, you can. Here's how you evaluate things. You're going to make a decision based on what you think is right or wrong, okay? And now you got to deal with that decision, whatever it is, mm-hmm. the good, the bad. But you ultimately made the decision. And sometimes when we're younger, we have tunnel vision. We already have in mind what we yes. want. Mm. But we don't have enough experience, life experience, to understand what this pitfall, what this may hold us back. This is it. Cause we, but that's the part of going through it. You gotta go through the stuff that hurts yeah. in order for for you to feel that pain to say, okay, now I understand. And I'm not saying the pain for you, Jesse, but you had in mind what you wanted to do and how you wanted to go, 
and it didn't quite work out that way. But now you had an opportunity because you grew from it. When you put this together, yeah. guess what? Your decision making was a lot better. Yes, it was. Because you already been through that before. Right. That's the same way with me and anybody else. You know, I got hit on the head a few times, but it, you know, I learned from it. So it's all good, man. I love it, man. As long long as you give back to that person when this thing really blows up and they want to pick your brain about how to do it. Don't forget to give that back to them. Yeah. That little knowledge. Right, right, right. Troy D. That's it, people. Hey, that's the great Jim Jackson on you, 419. That's your own right there. And you know he's global. That NBA brand extends all the way, man. So, again, man, NCAA great. All oh, love it, brother. We appreciate you, man, being on this, man. Being involved. Yeah, appreciate Giving your energy time, like man. you did appreciate it, too, man. It's yeah, going to have man. to be a part two, though. I'm We're going to say because you know Mick Earl wants some right. of this. And amazing May. So, uh I know it's Maybe been a minute, man. During the, during the playoffs or something. Man, it's awesome. been a minute too since you've been on Black and White. You, he kicked it off. I didn't tell y'all that. See, I didn't even say he blessed me For sure. on the very first show. It wasn't no listener or nothing. He came with see, nah, it's easy to get him on. It's, it's hot now, so they can bring him on. Like, yeah. Nah, he did right. it with no with no artists. Him and Hop hit me on the first run. And that's why this Thank is these brothers, man. Thank you, man. The four one nine podcast, the number one urban podcast radio show in the country rise and grind morning show with your boy big trees jesse i'm sad and our girl leah <laughs> renee want to thank y'all listening watch it on youtube jay share it hey, on hey, youtube hey, leah next time don't let them take all your time okay uh, she she, <laughs> she stepped right away here. she stepped away but she gonna bring you on she gonna bring you on her real talk so yeah, you gotta me, give her that me and, me and leah gonna do that because y'all cut her out it's official <laughs> it's stamped he said it it's recorded you gonna reshare it jimmy and she gonna get that yeah all right peace I'm and blessing king all right enjoy the games when they restart brothers yes, sure sir. Day, bro. be safe be right. safe later later wow that's him there that is that was exclusive. Jesse, you've done it. That was another one. That's a classic. This week has been heavy. I can see you should have frozen and put <laughs> it back and ran it back, man. That's sick, man. The week is crazy. Hey, so Trey, what do you think of the show? I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fire, man. Like it's pure, man. It's like ain't ain't nothing fake. Like y'all just y'all got passion for this, and I love it. I love that y'all. I love that y'all got all this passion, and I believe in this, and I, I like being a part of this. Wow, and, and respect. We hearing, I love it. We hearing Trey, and Trey to hear you say that, man, and and you heard the iconic. You hear everybody talk about him and uh, Jimmy Jackson. Now you met it, and now uh, and it's a little different coming from you, Marquia actually taking notes. And so when we hear the Queen uh, point of view, so what what you what you take from it? Um, it's interesting. Everybody had the um, points that they hit, and. It was a pleasure, like, hearing him, like, because, you know, hearing about him and knowing that he's from Toledo. And then um, I was also over there, like, looking up stuff like, okay, let's see what he Did your research. Stuff. You was over there researching. Yeah. Okay. And then, <laughs> um, the vibe was cool. It was like chemistry, like, y'all was just at a family barbecue cookout <laughs> or something. Yeah. Just chilling and talking. That's what's up. And so as y'all get to t- continue to learn and see that and you see he – when people say, and you're going to say, you're going to see this, Marquia, you're going to see this train. They're going to be like, y'all know them. You know Dre Sav, you know Jesse, you know Big Trees, you know Jimmy. Y'all going to be like, yeah. And it's documented and recorded that y'all can share. And that's what's big. And I like what y'all, like what you said. And that's huge. In this environment, you said it was like a family reunion, like everybody knew each other on the phone. 
Uh, any final points, man, that we get out of here? I just want to say it's, it's been a great week to have cool. Dre Savage and Big Trees and, and the interns here. Um, we just yeah. lost this show. And Leah, Leah, and uh, shout out to Vic, uh, Vic Coleman, Coleman, our partner. Um, it's been an awesome week. We just started this show. and Straight energy. Can, yeah, we can do nothing but, you know, grow from here. And I, I like I, I appreciate your talent. I say this every day. I appreciate your talent. And, um, you know, well, thank you all for coming out. God bless you. No. Hey, that, that's it. No, brother. Absolutely, man. Ain't nothing to say, man. Like I said, I'm just humble, bro. You know that. You know what I'm saying? I'm tripping out with the whole experience. I'm telling you, I'm tweaked out for real. Make I got to sure, go get on the plane. <laughs> Make sure you like us on Facebook. Go to the website. Support this because we're going to support you. It's the most interactive, engaging podcast over the air right now. And you're listening to the all new Rise and Grind Morning Show. I'm sorry. Sorry, big, big dog. Big dog. My bad, too, Jesse. Let me say, because we're going to have Dre back on Saturday morning. And he'll follow up. We'll follow up from the party on Black and White Sports. Okay. So we're going to talk to him about some heavy things, man, and, and uh, do that with him, man. So Saturday, 7 a.m., 106.5, the ticket, FM. And also we'll be on Facebook Live, Black and White Sports Radio Show. So that's what that is, man. Plug in with us early AM. And if you don't, we'll run it back like the like the podcast. Y'all know like it's 419 home. Grind. It's the hometown live with your boy Big Trees. Dante Amazing Amazing. Hear me. Hey, what time does that come on? That comes on at 11. 11. Right on the juice. On the day you see.